<laughs> I mean, dude, put Moto Limited show on my graphics and let's freaking have a good time. At least I have a chick sounds hot, eh? Oh, we. Crazy! Oh. <laughs> you reckon points. you were the most hated guy last week? <laughs> Do I have news for you? Any athlete will tell you what you have to sacrifice to win with those cuts. And here's what America's hoped for all year long. Two and a half foot longs deep now. I'm leading us to greatness. This is the center stage of Moto Podcasts. Welcome to the Moto Limited Show, presented by Rue Systems, street race solutions and backyard designs. Live from Brisbane, Australia, here are your hosts, Trent Marr and Nick Still. Show 31 is live. Welcome to the Moto Limited Show presented by Roo Systems Street Race Solutions. And backyard Designs, Nick, my voice is shot. This sounds <laughs> terrible. What is up? Dude, are you okay? Nah, I'm in a Actually, bad no. way. Remember a few weeks ago when I was sick and I had no voice yep. and you were pulling the piss out of me? Yeah. Your nickname for this show will be Barry Blowout. Barry Blowout. I have, uh, yes, lost my voice from the weekend we've just had. And uh, if we have any high-pitched giggles, it's going to sound funny for you guys watching along at home. So stick around for that for sure because Nick's already been paying me out in studio as we've started. So what is going on, Nick? Dude, not much. Another huge, huge weekend. I don't know about you, dude, but I am destroyed. You can tell by my voice I'm buggered. So. <laughs> so I think this will be a bit of a shorter show. We'll make it happen. It'll be good content. But it is Monday. It is 6.04 p.m. Australian Eastern Standards Australian Eastern Standard Time. We are live on Facebook all around the world. Massive thanks to all our sponsors, Roo Systems, Street Race Solutions, Backyard Designs, National Lunar, KTR, TCX Boots, Queensland Bike and Four Drive, and Pro Powder Powder Coating. We are live on the Moto Limited Show Facebook. So join in the conversation in the comments below. Uh, if you're listening live, uh, the archive will be available as always on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or you can rewatch this on YouTube and Facebook later on. Show 31, we got a big show tonight. No co-host in studio um, after last week's episode. That was, uh, we needed a little rest and we knew we were going to be tired after to, uh, after the weekend we've just had. Uh, so no co-host, but we got some awesome guests coming on the phone with us, especially after the Sunshine State MX Series started at Harvey Bay over the weekend. Um, some awesome racing, Nick. It was pretty good. Dude, it was unbelievable. Um, tracks certainly claimed a few riders, which I think Harvey Bay usually tends to. But uh, great numbers, real positivity in the pits. Everyone seemed to like it and everything that sort of changed. So um, I'm excited to move to King Roy, you know, get a bit of hard pack, mm. get out of that sand. Uh, a little bit closer to home too. <laughs> it would be nice. That four-hour four trip home was pretty rough. Is, is your voice going to be back by then? I hope so. I hope it needs to for sure. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The whole four-hour trip, dude, you dug deep and you got us home 
pretty early. Yeah, we, we made that trip a little bit quicker, but we won't tell just that at all. But uh, our guest tonight, we have uh, from the Monster Energy Kawasaki team uh, back in Australia after his stint in the US and looking to go back. We got Brad West joining us on the show. Had a bit of a chat to him on the weekend. Uh, he's, uh, he's a young up-and-coming phenom, and uh, we're going to have him on the show to talk about what he's been doing in the US in the amateur scene and uh, when he plans to go back and that sort of stuff. So we got him coming on and we have probably one of the fastest female riders we have on the planet. Oh, that's a bit rough, but he definitely Dude, in Australia. killed it. Definitely killed it on the weekend. We got Taylor McCutcheon coming on as well. Um, she was actually, it was pretty cool, Nick, is the first time we ever had someone ask to be on the show. Yeah. And you were like, come You're this in. week, come this week. <laughs> was like, and like talking back, like, dude, she had a massive crash, like literally in, in practice qualifying, she had yep. a massive crash. Yep. And like, I, I think I bumped into her out in the pits and she looked in a lot of pain. Yeah, she was. But to go out there on a track like that and to do the things she do, dude, yeah. dude, it's impressive. It's very impressive. And then, as always, we get to the start of this show, Nick, and we are scrambling. Brother. And uh, the show started late and things just went sideways real quick, but uh, we're doing what we got to do, that's for sure. You don't look really worried. Ah, look, mate, we, we're here. We're having fun. So we uh, we definitely can't do this without our sponsors, Nick. Let's get our show plugs in nice and early. Uh, Roo Systems, as always, roosystems.com.au. Call 1-300-305-709, Roo Systems. Pioneered the diesel performance world in Australia with Roo Systems chips and e exhaust upgrades. Now with new vehicle technology, Roo Systems can ECU flash tune your vehicle's computer to optimize performance and fuel efficiency for a more exceptional drivability. Roo Systems has Australia's largest dealer network with over 55 plus performance workshops making Roo Systems the most reputable electronic diesel performance tuning business in Australia today. Roo Systems has tried and tested our remaps in Australia's harshest environment conditions. This allows Roo Systems to offer the class leading warranty and total satisfaction. Mine seems like it's probably going to be booked in on Friday to get hey, done. it so got us there. It was got us there but I can't wait till it gets done because uh, the fuel bill was pretty heavy after that trip, but uh, that's another story. It's a heavy foot, mate. A heavy foot on the <laughs> way home. Uh, Backyard Design, backyarddesignaus.com. For the first time ever, you can design your custom graphics on almost any year, make and model of off-road and dual sport motorcycles from your very own computer or mobile device. Backyard Designs have over 200 motocross bikes to choose from in their configurator. Now with new, uh, now the new website offers endless possibilities of colors, patterns, and gradients. You can also customize your graphics with your name and number. Choose your favorite logo from over 2,000 logos in their database and place them anywhere on your new graphics kit. Now it is easier than ever to create your own motocross graphics and with endless possibilities. Backyard Designs makes you the designer with their all new configurator. You can design your own dirt bike graphics yourself without having to go back and forth with designers and proofs. You hated that, didn't you? Did, is that one thing you disliked? What's that? Like emailing proofs off and like yeah. changing little things yeah. or... As a, as a graphic. You know, like, because yeah. obviously you're going to be designing mine. Yeah. yeah Dude, I'm, I'm going to just piss you off for yeah. weeks on end. Now you can use a configurator, but who uses backyard designs? Worldwide team riders such as Josh Hansen, Ryan Villapoto, Tyler Bowers, and Tommy Searle. There's more. There's more? 
right there on the desk. Dude, it looks good. Yeah, and there's a couple of local guys too that we've seen on the weekend. Joel Absolutely. Evans uses them. Uh, there's a few more guys. Anthony Rulledge. Yeah, there was a heap, and we've got a lot of people using the code. So what is that code, Nick? So what you want to do is go to www.backyarddesignsaus.com, go over to the configurator, uh, make yourself some graphics, get yourself a helmet wrap, anything you want. When you go to the shop and do the checkout, type in in capitals, Moto Limited, and that will get you 15% off. Man, 14-day turnaround. Get yourself a set of stickers. I said there was a heap of bikes running around there. We've had people messaging through, said they use the code, and it's absolutely sensational. So get around our sponsors. Our final one, Nick, Street Race Solutions. These guys are epic. Dude, and it's funny, like, we only, I think as of this week, they are actually open for business up there. I've seen yeah. Stu and that. Got a heap of signage up on the building. Um, but... Anything with four wheels performance, take it to them. Race cars, drift cars, street cars, just anything that wants performance and you want top of the top notch quality, it's just go to them boys. It's not even questionable. That's right. So they are going to be a new workshop in Toowoomba that will turn out awesome street cars, anything from the Nissan GTRs to S and R chassis cars. They're all things performance. So go and check them out. Uh, street Race Solutions on Facebook. Their Facebook page is now going. Uh, try to click on their website that's on there and it's not quite up yet. So they're really working hard. But thank you to our sponsors. Also, the guys at uh, National Lunar, KTR Apparel, TCX Boots, Queensland, Bike and Forge, Drive, Ooh, and Pro Powder Powder Coating. Just touching on the KTR. One of... Uh, uh, send out our thoughts to Bailey Middleton, who was in here last week, had a pretty heavy crash on Sunday. Uh, he's, we've talked to Adam today. He's going to be okay. Pretty savage head knock. And from what it looked like, it was pretty heavy. So, Dude, it was... Uh, that's probably one of the biggest crashes I've seen was, in a long time. And right in front of sort us. Sort of hits a little bit home. Like on Saturday night, obviously, we got to... Uh, we went out to dinner with the whole KDR mm-hmm. team, or should I say it's more like a KDR family, <laughs> Hell yeah, the feel of it. Yeah. So uh, that's a, a pretty big blow yeah. to them, pretty big blow to us. So we are, yeah, sending out our thoughts to Bailey and hopefully... He can get on his gas gas and have some fun fun very soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. It was a KDM, so he didn't have the gas gas in time. But uh, hopefully he's going to be okay. From what Adam said, he should be fine. It's just a bit of a headache. But I wanted to put that out there nice and early. Nick, we got some comments coming through early. What are people talking about? I bet you it's how crappy I sound right now. Nothing new there, mate. We get that that everywhere. (laughs) So the boys look tired, dude. We are destroyed. Um, Boys are tired. This is... Yeah, I, I, literally, we we put this show together within four hours of, of driving home. <laughs> after so about true. probably, I think, uh, six hours sleep for the whole weekend. It was. Um, they would be after watching Harvey Bay. Was that is exactly right? Harvey Bay was on the weekend. We will get into a bit of a wrap up with some people coming on, and we will go through that. Jeez, Trent's voice sounds mint right now. Oh, who said that, Ethan? <laughs> Yeah, thanks, mate. Dude, don't laugh. No, please. no, that was a rough Please I told don't you. laugh. <laughs> um, Brad West will be a ripper. Big fan over here. It's funny, Warwick. I did let Brad know yesterday that you are quite, quite the fan. Fair boy. So Trent looks as cooked as Freezy running a few wins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's hot takes already straight up. So uh, Josh Plant, nice to see you back it up, lads, with nice new clips into the intro. We will get into that. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's let's go there you now. Go, you go there now. Let's go there now. So we teased last week, and I'm kind of a bit annoyed at Nick because I wanted to wanted it to come a little bit uh, organically. But we did say there was something that was changing on the show each week, and Josh Plant went to town, went back to the old shows, had a look through everything. The first guest was actually really good, Josh, and I do commend you on it. You did say that things keep changing in the studio, and that was correct, but that was more because we were getting product for the new studio from our sponsors. But the change was the intro the clips in the intro the sound drops have changed every week since we started the new intro and uh, we'll continue to change and we'll continue to change just with some well, some funny things that happened throughout the show a bit of a recap of the last show before we start um but yeah it's uh he's going to get himself a prize for that we were i was hoping it went a little bit longer but uh our keen listeners og listener josh plant got straight on the ball and went hey, back and listened they never know when there's a new comp going there's there's always stuff coming down the, the shop pipeline. is always open what, what else have we got there so josh plant is the winner from mark Callaghan. that is exactly right from Nettie desbra backyard is the go he's another guy in toowoomba that i know is using our code for all that so that is really good to see. Um, Josh Plant took a bit was luckily had plenty of time traveling to and from work. I, I think he literally, I was talking to him the other day, he said he went back and listened to every, yeah. every show since then. So, and watched it. And watched it. <laughs> so another one from Nettie. Still, he's a good bloke. Look. Jesus, come on, mate. Can you tell your fans to calm down no, in the chat? it's all right, mate. The, the fans are coming. It could be Woz Nation. Ah, Woz Nation. Mr. Robbie Marshall. Yeah, the boys. Yeah. This could have a, a little bit to do with the night out in between day <laughs> one and day two. I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't there. The beach house was popping. Shout out, Daniel Gussie. <laughs> Shout out, Gussie. Oh, <laughs> a few boys out. So, um, so Harley Bay seemed to be just as, as hectic as Orlando one. Dude, <laughs> that. that was my comment. I remember walking through the pit area and I'm like, dude, is this the West Coast yeah. or the <laughs> East Coast right now? Because we are dropping riders like flies. It's funny. I, I walked back up to... um the commentary tower and you just had this look in your eye. I was like, what's going on? He's like, dude, it's a friggin' triage center downstairs. And I like, <laughs> I peeked through like the little sheet of iron there and it looked like a morgue. It, there was, there was bodies everywhere, which is not, not to make light of it, but it was claiming some riders. It was pretty tough to track. We'll get into it. Shortly. Another one we got here from, from friend of the show. He's just an all around good guy. Mr. Braden Urbacker. Can we appreciate the headbutt as I got on the scissor lift on Saturday? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you – can you – are you going to last the, the time or not? What, talking? It doesn't sound good. It's Do you want some average. water? No, nah, it's all right. I'll, um, I'll, I'll send for the uh, the hot uh, voiceover chick uh, to bring out my throat. Does that mean come? No, I'll have to text her. Or if she's watching, Jazz, can you please come in here and bring my throat lozenges? It's, it's not good. <laughs> we'll see if she's it, watching. It's going downhill really, really quickly. Um, yes, Brayden did headbutt the scissor lift all the way in. I'm like, hey, Brayden, do you want to come and uh, jump up here and commentate the one of the pro races? And he was like, yeah, he comes running, dives in and just headbutts it so hard, dude. I thought I knocked him out too. So hopefully it's What right is fun. it with you and just either headbutting or just slamming doors at tracks? Yeah, a bit rough. But how funny was it? Actually, no, no, let's pause. Oh. Let's just stop here. We want to go through the rough part. What's <laughs> the rough part? <laughs> I think I know what this is now. Oh, no, there's many rough parts. Oh, you soaked all the way home, dude. No, <coughs> I soaked because you had the freaking Taj Mahal bed. 
Yeah, well, and you still slept on one side, curled up in a friggin' ball. Yeah, because you had it at minus 72 degrees. It's how I like the studio, mate. It's how I like my living. <laughs> That's probably why I can't talk either. Oh, jeez. You, you guys still whinging? Hey, I've got a very fragile voice. Box. Dude, and I'm curled up against the wall. <laughs> on a bed that's probably the size of this ute, the seat anyway, of my ute. Anyway. And your voice goes to, to shit. Early. And Early. me being the guy I am, you know, um, get us home. Uh, no, literally drove us home. Probably mm. shouldn't have drove. Don't give me Nah, I was okay. No. I mean, Saturday night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made you a tea, being the nice guy. Actually, still, still, he made me a tea to try and help the voice box. But as he brings it to me, he goes, this will be shit house. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's set the bar high. <laughs> I told you it was not the best. Um, Another comment we got here. Still, he's the worst to travel home with. Look, he's pretty right. <laughs> oh, how's his micro sleep on the way home? He come, oh, he's, he's sitting in the chair and he goes, he's like, he's just sitting. I'm talking to him next minute. His head just goes back, and all I hear is, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're right, mate. And I'm like, oh, he's, he's going to sleep. So I start I try to ring dad just to have someone to talk to. Even though I've got no voice, I still was trying to get, get some <laughs> yeah, information. Yeah, that worked. And he didn't answer. Next minute, still he goes, you know, I wasn't asleep, right? I was like, bullshit, 10 minutes. He was little, just well, in the passenger seat. It's funny because I <clears throat> I think we, we get home, I grab my laptop out, I start doing some stuff like, on bed just trying to do some stuff for Sunny States and get some social media up there. We're having a conversation. I looked down, I typed like three words. I was just like, you're awake. Looked over, dude, you just passed out. <laughs> yeah, I was done. Within mate. 90 seconds. I was done. I had, I had a couple of uh, cold beverages at the pub and then that's not good news. And then not only that, you kicked me out of bed at half past four in the morning. Yeah. I, I don't like- know what you're watching on your phone, mate, but it's what, you, what in the world are you watching at 4.30 in the morning that is just woke the whole motel up? Mate, I was just doing just on Facebook, watching some old NASCAR. Actually, I mean, getting a little into the NASCAR, Ooh, the vintage hey, stuff. But no, yeah. I can, I can. If, dude, if I knew it was that, yeah. I probably would have got up. It was, uh, it was something. I can't remember now, but it was a little bit of NASCAR stuff. Something popped up. But anyway, what else we got in there? Quick, let's get them in. Hey, we have a comment from the Sunshine State MX series. Uh, did you get the dodgy half bed? Someone always gets the dodgy bed. Last time it was Jeremy. <laughs> yes, I got the dodgy half bed. Next round, it probably will be Jeremy. Because <laughs> Jer- Jer- it's funny, Jeremy was in the room next to us, so <laughs> he dodged a massive bullet. No, it's uh, it's all good. We had a good time. It was uh, it was it was entertaining. It was. We had a lot of fun. Um, we even went past Australia Zoo. Went past Australia Zoo. <laughs> There's definitely a quote, but we're not <laughs> quoting that on the show. We're not quoting that. Uh, no, what I was going to say about Braden when we were on him is when we were driving home, we, we're gone. <laughs> so this is us. This is. I want people to know the grind that goes on in with us. We're driving home listening to last week's show, trying to get sound bites for the new intro. And uh, we're going through and we get to Braden Urbach's bit where he's talking about the grassing with Bailey. <laughs> And then we realized that he said that, oh, he's like, we got to go. I got to go out and fix the. the I got to go. I, I go Bunnings. Yeah, I go Bunnings. And then, <laughs> and then he goes, and then he tells, he goes something about wanting to fix the land out I gotta, the front. I got to, I got to put some land in the front. <laughs> so we, we tried, and then we're trying to send him like a video of us playing it and laughing at it. Nick drops, drops the, the phone. phone. 
And he goes, top rate production again, boys. <laughs> I told you, man, it's a shit show. Everything's a shit show, but uh, no, it was funny. We we appreciate him. If he didn't drive like a goddamn animal, I might have been able to hold on to the phone. Yeah, we were. that was after after a good bit of Red Rooster on the way home. Ooh-wee. Red Rooster, what the, that's the, probably the best. I don't like KFC. I hate KFC, but Nah, I know KFC, dude. I jump don't in, know. Jump in the comments below. What's the go-to on the way home? I not everyone loves KFC. I'm like, man. Dude, I don't do KFC and I don't do HJs. Yeah. Yeah. So if I could find a really nice we drove past Braden's sushi place he was telling about. Yeah, well there's was, no sushi in Matapilly. No, his mum cracked it. It was we telling her. She loved it. That was the best part of the show. When, when the show title come up, there she was laughing. No oh. sushi in Matapilly. Yeah, we, we like t- I would have liked a bit Taco Bell. Uh, look at that <laughs> super rooster, you guys. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't thank you for Red Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is unreal. Domino's. Actually, I could have went a pizza. Oh, man. We had I'm pretty sure I'm We had an ETA to work. Yeah, too. dude. We had an ETA and we smashed it. Actually, Ty, uh, I think Ty Gilchrist, he had a pizza on Saturday. Like, dude, that smells so good. Yeah, but then we went out and had a 500 dude, rib. Adam, we looked at each other. We, we both seen it. Uh, we we both seen it in the uh, in the in the menu there of this. What was it, like five or six hundred? Five hundred like, grand. He's like, you should do it. I was like, hey, I'll do it if you do it. And then I walked past Trent. He's like, what are you having? I was just like, ah, oh, we're having a bat and see if we get this bit of steak. And he's just like, I'm in. Yeah. So we ordered a, a full cow between the three of us. Yeah, we, we definitely got the rib cage out of a cow and sat down <laughs> and ate it, but uh, it was delicious. Dude, it way. was good. It was uh, just as good as the cold beer uh, that Adam shouted us as well. That was the best one. So another one we have here is how was the drive to Harvey Bay, boys. It was really, really good. Um, there was a slight <laughs> incident when we turned out of the street and we had some country music on. <laughs> he didn't even get five minutes. We didn't get five meters. <laughs> He's like, turn this shit off. Turn this shit off. Your phone's going to the window, mate. Right, again, every, like... My go-to is country music. When I just want to listen to music, it's country music. But when I have somebody there that listens, we had Blink. Hey, we had Offspring. Hey, I'm not, I, and the I was playlist in. was fine. It was fire. Fire. It was absolute fire. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Blink-182 and that. Hey, I just, I, I'm not... It's just got to be in the mood. And then when you're in there and you're like, let's play it. And it got, it was amped up. We, we charged up there. We did proper charge. We were going hard because we want to get there before dark. So we Which, could- hey, we got there before dark. We got everything that we wanted to do. And, uh, but actually here's a bit of a race tech rant for you. So to speak is <laughs> not a, not a sponsor. <laughs> Harvey Bay. Why do you close everything at oh. six o'clock? I went to a servo. It was closed. Stand out the camera still even harder. <laughs> Harvey Bay. What's going, what's going on? Open your shit. Open your shit till 7.30. <laughs> Even 8 o'clock. I went to a Freedom Fuels and it was closed at 6. Dude, you know, I was more, what I was more, that's just the Esplanade. I was more bummed though, Sunday night, my ice creamery up there was shut. Saturday I got one. It was no, Saturday night, sorry, mate. Friday night it was open. Saturday night it was shut. And I'm like, peak night, Saturday night. Lucky I got one Friday, otherwise I'll be devastated. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, and um... Warwick Callaghan, don't even start me. I, I will give that to to Warwick. He's probably one of the biggest, like, classic, you know, green spoon, bit of blink, yeah, like, uh, offspring. Dude, yeah. you go to his place on a Saturday morning and you can see it on there for sure. Rager. Um, Anthony Rutledge, it's a retirement village without the fence. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said in the car. <laughs> like, a town of newlyweds and nearly deads. <laughs> dude. It's a nice town. I, I love, I like Harvey Bay. You know the busiest place of Harvey Bay? 
though. The Beach House Hotel. The Beach House Hotel on a how, Saturday night, wait, mate. How was it when we're walking through there and I start lowering all the locals in there and you're just like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, hey, mate, hey, mate. Like, we knew There's, about 15 people in there by the time. That, that was, was pretty good. That was about 40 people in there. Yeah. COVID well, it, rules. It, um, <laughs> it, it, I don't know, it got out of hand pretty quickly at one stage. <laughs> it yeah. was out of control. No, it was really good to see. But no, the, 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 the hospital. What about those <laughs> busiest players in Harvey Bay? Yeah, dude, yeah, that was like three or four ammos going on one time. Let's get let's get into Harvey Bay. Talk. Let's we've, do it. We talked about everything around the actual racing. It was just one of those weekends, Nick. I think it was good for us just to to get out. This is the first time since we've done the live shows and actually been at an event. And got to talk to people. We had people coming up and chatting to us. I mean, I apologize to people that I maybe ran past and didn't say much to because I was running to and from the track doing post-race interviews in the commentary stand the whole freaking day. And I apologize to those people, but come up while I'm commentating, tap me on the back, say good day. I'll just leave it over to uh, my co-commentator and John Armstrong and he can take over for a bit while I uh, while I have a chat to you because, uh, again, we, we want to appreciate the fans and, and the support supporters of the show um but it was cool to have the, some of the people come up and talk to us give us some positive feedback and they love the show and man it it's a bit surreal but i mean we exactly. yeah like that's we the motivation it, that we want to, yeah. to keep doing what we're doing but we took it all in man we had fun with absolutely everything i think it was like the first time we sort of been away together properly yep. you know we did we did the cool and pine thing at the end of last year but it was kind of half done we really enjoyed uh being up there and, and being a part of the show but harvey bay dude the for me the topic of the weekend and I mean it's going to sound like we're talking about just the pros but we are there is some other stuff but for the amount of pro riders we had there one thing stood out to me is Todd Waters is the freaking man dude Todd Waters is a freaky man, but I also got to give this dude a shout out is Jace Cosford. Oh, dude, he, he, he was coming. <laughs> dude, he rode incredible. Oh, and like I, he exceeded my expectations like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Um, but just Todd Waters, the it, it's funny, like after that moto took his helmet off, dude did not look like it looked like he could go out there and do that again. Yeah. And it, it was nothing about it was scary either. Like didn't really have any of these big moments. It was um it was impressive and like the dude was grinding all day. Like obviously he it was his first time he had his junior team up there. Yeah. So he's obviously off the bike, back talking to his riders and sort of getting him really keen. So uh, it's just the whole that whole pro class, like dude, even Kirk Gibbs, Kirk Kirk's looking amazing. Yeah, on he, that Honda, he looked good. He had a rough one in the second one in the sprint race. So I like. <clears throat> Pardon me. <laughs> There's another blowout. How many is that, Barry? Hey, Barry. I, I what I got from that this weekend. I actually really enjoyed the format. I liked the long moto at the start. That sprint moto in the middle gave us so much entertainment. It is. It was ridiculous. I mean, we lost a lot of riders from it, which I'm that. That's not. But there was just epic battles in and then, I'm not talking pro class I'm talking across the whole board the, even in the 65s man the kids were just going hammer and time because it was eight minutes or something they were getting like three or four laps in and they're just sending it and then the longer ones would you know you'd get those battles and again some of them were like Nick we'd get just epic at the start it'd settle in for a bit then we'd have like a mid-race flourish and then it would settle in and then we just have the ending and it was it was so much yep. fun the whole weekend and, that, and again that's not just the pro class that, every class that's why I have no voice because I was just 
absolutely yelling into the microphone because the racing was that entertaining. It was so good to see. But, uh, yeah, Gibbsy had a rough one in that second one in the sprint motor. He got a pretty terrible start, and all the boys were sending it. He got caught up, broke a front wheel, and yep. uh, and was out. So he didn't get on the podium for the weekend. But he, in those longer motos, he's still the diesel engine man. He would come late in both of them. 100%. Like, even – but it, I, don't, I don't know. He just looks that much more comfortable on that uh, 2021 Honda. Yep. Um, who else? Aaron Tanty, dude. That was a huge crash. Yeah. Um, Aaron, dude, he has the speed. The speed is there. Mm. Um, like, as we know, like, from qualifying, yeah. it looked really, really good. Yeah. Um, hopefully that uh, – I, I don't know if it's confirmed broken wrist yet. I, I haven't really – Found out, yeah. found out, but um, I'm hoping not. But from seeing the potential of riders that we had in the in the in the pro class this weekend, dude, um, the pro MX in Australia is just going to be it's going to be unbelievable. Aw- and like, let's let's quickly just touch on the news. Um, Pro MX is going to be televised, SBS, every yeah. round live. Yeah, that's cool. That's, I mean, that's something that we've been looking for in the sport, and it's happening. So it's going to be awesome to see uh, with Lee Hogan, Denny Ham, and the, the lady from Supercars? Uh, Rihanna. Cochran or something? Yes, like yes. Yeah. yeah, so like people that know how to do TV well. I mean, Denny Ham and Lee Hogan are just absolute icons in the sport here in Australia. So having their insight down on the track or in the booth, wherever they're going to be, um, is going to be awesome to see. And it's going to be a hopefully a well-put-together production and – we actually get to watch motocross on TV in Australia. Like it, that hasn't happened in a very, if ever, it's never happened live. Well, I don't think it's happened live. Like obviously when Chad Reed had early supercross, that was live, but yeah. I haven't actually seen anything that well, is live from the motocross. Mm. And I don't know. I think this, that there is something I didn't see that was going to happen this year. Yeah. I seen it and it'll, if, if it's run correctly, if it's done the right way, dude, that'll lift the game so, so much. And every year after that, we can use as a stepping stone yeah. to put this in the right direction. Just a sneaky little goal for you. I'd love to be part of that TV one day. Yeah. That's, hey, uh, hey, <laughs> let's hey. set this whole lofty bar. I'll be the Daniel Blair. I don't mind. I'll be. I'll, I'll go down there and talk about how shit show the, the track is. <laughs> You'll be there. This bump right here. This bump right here. He's the reason he crashed. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll go through this uh, full video class real quick. quick. Dry Walker was uh, second. He looked you know, hot and cold all day. He had some really good moments, and then he had a rough start to the day. He even, We had dinner with him also, and yep. he was like, the start of the day was pretty average. Turn it around. Uh, Joel Evans was impressive as well. Like he got, out, he got out front early in the last moto, led a lot. Todd got past him, and he sort of settled into that rhythm. So he was, he was riding sensationally also. Um, what else have we got here? Well, that's 450 class. Lights, man. Lights was epic all day. The pro lights. How quick are those, the Circo Motorsport? Dude. Uh, why is that a TVF? Oh, man. Through the first corner, one, two, every race. And that's like, a, I want to get the full measurement of how long that star straight is. But dude, dude, it's, I was, I actually went up the back there to, to call the, the whole shots for the whole shot awards. And dude, it's a, even where they count the whole shot is a long way from the actual apex of the corner. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a very very long start straight. So they, but again, the Circo Boys didn't have the greatest of days either. Uh, Dobson had some untimely crashes, like when he was looking really good, just little front end tucks and stuff like that. The track was tricky, and that's what I want to kind of get to people: is the track was, it's a it was a different. It was a, it was a different type of tr- tricky. 
but it's but like again like I've seen Harvey Bay since you know since I was seven or eight years old and the track is getting more and more different every year we go there and I think it's because they're losing sand off the track and they're getting down to like a hard pack clay yeah and it's it's making it hard and slick and the you know the especially when you're going from say a corner where you have got deep sand loam yeah to a hard base you're going to get wheel spin yeah you and know then, exactly and then what. they're getting really soft really soft sections like there was some you know the big long fast straight into the the um big sweeper before you come towards the finish line like it had looked like pockets in it from where we could see and you see a guy just going along next minute both feet just rip off like it just sunk down to the foot pegs and both feet get ripped yep. off and you know Dave Mellish unfortunately had a pretty big crash there leading the vets race and goes you know Nathan, Nathan Crawford Nathan Crawford had a huge one in the last 250 dude got I, and like I seen him when he was walking back to the pits and I, he put up a post today he claims he's okay yeah dude that was huge it was huge that could have been so bad it was it was pretty epic and as I said we lost a lot of good guys out of that but um, you know again it is part of what you know what it is and race one it was like everybody was just sending it for sure um um, looking here. Oh, I nailed the podium for the QMX2 as well. So we're live trying to work out. <gasps> oh, man. dude. I got one wrong out of the weekend. I'm Which pretty sure. That? I haven't. Uh, is that 85? No, nah, the 65. 65, 65 sorry. 65's on Saturday. I got wrong. I missed it by one point and uh, interviewed the guy who ended up second uh, and not the kid who won. So Dude, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I think he's like, he was young, Kyle Harvey, I think it was. So I apologize to the Harvey family for missing that one. Uh, but again, trying to do math. They keep changing the point structure. I didn't know that this year either, Nick. They change it back from 35 to 25 for seniors, but juniors are still 35. So I'm all sorts of confused confused up front so i apologize for that but yeah todd waters takes out both classes that's what i mean by an animal he rode a 252 stroke in the lights class and looked absolutely flawless on this thing picks it up a week ago puts some suspension in it and goes out and wins mx2 dude that thing was so crisp though it sounded mint jet, i seen a post he put up he's like jet, it's been a long time since you had a jet a two stroke and they're trying to figure it out but it's and i think mint. like even his race bike they are doing everything themselves yeah. Like a lot of that stuff he's in house apparently. Yeah, no, nah, he's uh his uh his cousin, Jace. Um, he does a lot for him and he credited him a lot when when I got to yep. chat to him uh, at the end of both days and, and qualifying. He qualified uh faster on two fifty as well, uh, the two stroke. And um yeah, he credits him a lot to all of that. You know, you guys I wouldn't be doing this without him. So it, it a lot of work goes on in that T Dub garage. Uh, and he's got a lot going on, Todd. We talked to him at the end and he's got his clothing, he's got his uh protein bars he's doing, he's got the garage, he's got the the fitness programs and stuff like that. Like he's got a lot going on and he does. It is but it is smart. And as he said, a lot of a lot of things changed in COVID and he got smart and went out and uses his name and his brand to build a brand and to get himself diversified. So when exactly. Exactly. does finish he's got something to go back exactly what he said he said he lost his job overnight basically exactly right and and, uh, and I mean that's this is probably going to go into an, like a, a rant that I don't really want to get deep into but I, I, a lot of these guys the racers need to look at Todd and use him as a as a marker like he is making a living out of racing without trying to chase prize money at events. Exactly. He's creating like his own. His life yep. isn't dependent on winning that race. And you can see that by the way he rides too. Like he doesn't care if he wins or loses. He still gets a paycheck yeah. on Monday because of all the other stuff he's doing. And that's, you know, there's no money in the sport. Yeah, there isn't. There's never going to be. 
This guy has figured it out. Have a look at what Todd Waters is doing and go and do that. If and you not in that, name. dude, it looks good. He looks, but he's 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 confident and comfortable. He said, he goes, I don't care if I win or lose. I'm just going out there and doing what I got to do. But doing what he needs to do is epic at the moment because he's really putting a hurt on these guys. Absolutely. Uh, Jay, where do you want to go? Do you got something to say? Um, give me a high before we get our first guest on. I've got a couple of things I want to touch on. Give me a high and a low. Uh, you need to give me some time with that. You need some time with that. Okay, I'll give you some time with that. Okay, I'll give you a high and a low. That wasn't long. Nah, for I, everyone playing at home, that was a big six seconds. Nah, I was, <laughs> I, I was, no, I was, I was a bit low on Jay Wilson until I talked to him post race. Yeah. Yes, and realised he was really sick. Yep. And then I flipped and went, holy shit, that was an epic day. Yes, correct. Because it was hot. It was humid. He was up there. He was running there. It just wasn't the Jay Wilson I was used to. And that's the whole thing. We don't know these guys and what's going on. No, that's it. Until they open up later on when everything's done. And and uh, yeah, he ended up second overall. And he did it to me again. He did it at the Queensland titles last year. Last race, he's kind of in and around the points, but he wasn't anywhere. And then... Shit just hits the fan. He ends up riding the best ride at the end of the day. And on the second. hardest track. Yeah, ends up second on the podium. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, dude, he did this to me again because I had the math all figured out. And at one point in the race, I knew who was it was going to be Todd winning, Crawford second, and then probably Jace Cosford for third, and I wasn't too sure. And then Crawford goes down and everything just up in the air and I'm trying to do math real quick and as I said I'm so glad I got it right because everything changed with like two to go or three to go whenever Crawford went down and I got it right so he ended up second and Jace Cosford he is a, he is an up for me yeah that, that, literally those were my two yeah we heard we heard some flying at the test track hype yes but that was legit. But we never buy into it. We, I mean, I'm buying into it now. Oh man, I'm. I even said to him on the thing, I was like, "Dude, you impressed me so much today. That was epic." And and even he said, he goes, "I still, it feels good to be here, but I still want to learn more." And I'm like, "Keep going, buddy." And I had another person message me. I think it was last night, sort of saying that from the the roundtables we do for the Sunny State round, yeah. they sort of got to learn about these guys mm. and give them someone to watch. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And then when Jace goes out and does this... Yeah, it's epic. He, dude, he, I, I, literally, I had to send him... I, I sent him a message from my personal account last night and I was just like, dude, that was that was really, really good. Yeah, I yeah, it just it blew me away and I think I said it about 15 times in the commentary um, position I was in, just saying, dude, like... You, this is, and again, the best part of it, Nick, it wasn't like he was running third and behind him was privateer guys like himself. Like he, and Jay Wilson even said, he goes, I was trying all day. He beat Jay Wilson two out of three and Jay put a, an aggressive pass in the last one. And he said yeah, it. He, he even apologized for it on the podium, but, but he needed to make it happen. And yeah. as we know, Harvey Bay is not the easiest nah, track to pass it's a, on. It's a, it's a go, it's a Billy Go track. I don't want to, I don't want to come down on Harvey Bay track. I love it up there, but it's getting worse. It's becoming more one line by the year. They need to redo. And from what we heard, they've acquired more land there now. Yes, that's They correct. need to make the track bigger and wider and more open for better racing because it's becoming a very, very much a one-line Billy Goat track through the middle of the track there before it opens up. Well, while we're on the, the subject of downers about it, I've got a bit of a event, a mm. little bit. The um, I, don't, I don't know what can change this, but after... Um, you want to work that one out? That comment there? Yeah, I don't know. We got some audio issues. Is that right? Is that better? Okay, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
We did change a couple things tonight, so if there's anything different, guys, jump in the chat and let us know because we are we are just testing some some new stuff at the moment. But as I was saying, the issues with flagging, oh, the issue with yeah. flaggers, um, it's just. I think there was a couple and I'm not having a go at anybody. I'm not running anybody down. I'm just sort of expressing what I feel and what I see is there was a couple incidents on the track just before on the, on the day that should, should have been red flagged like uh, Bailey Middleton's crash in one particular dude, that should have been red flagged. Yeah. That was, that was not really good. Yeah. And that just creates more of a, a, um, more of a cluster and it's more so like going back with the flaggers as well there was a few issues where there was crashes created by the flaggers not Mm. showing which side of the track it's on so hopefully like and and this goes back to just things that need to change like I think before the next round at King Roy they need to get a lot more briefing on sort of this and as it's happening and try and do it like even penalties with under yellows, everything like that. I don't know. It just seems like there was a heat this weekend and I don't know, just hopefully it doesn't like there was a few races which were determined on penalties mm, from yeah. these moments. So I don't know. I hope, I hope that just, it, uh, it just changes a little bit. But the, the one thing I just want to touch on was Bailey's crash, dude, that one, I, yeah. I, I see should have been red flag. Yeah, yeah. It was in, it was in a bad position. Um, it affected a lot of the race too. Like we had a really good battle heating up between the three boys up front. It always kind of stunted that battle, especially as we said, the track is really tight in the middle. So on the fastest bit of the track where you could open it up and the boys could actually try and make a pass on each other. It was slowed down and they rode around a jump and and like I don't know like like massive I think it's really good like the sportsmanship obviously with the top guys is holding their hand up taking ownership of being off the track not gaining time on each other Mm. but dude that was it was a pretty and it was a pretty savage crash and it was in a bad position like you can get ones that are where they're off the side but he's like dead in the middle of the track there's a lot of people out there attending to him he wasn't in a great way at that point and you know, like it's it's you just gotta yeah. I don't. It's it's, it's, it's hard because yeah, you don't yeah, come I, down on. Them, I'm not coming down on anyone. I'm just expressing that's my thoughts on yeah. that situation. Well, we were in we were in the commentary tower together, and I looked at you, and I'm like, they need to stop this. Like, it needs to be stopped right now because yeah. it's um it's it, it's not real great. Um, but like massive shit. Like, I know we don't have actual uh, QAS ambulance paramedics on site. The event organizers who they get to do their yeah. their emergency paramedics do they handled every situation up there amazing. Yep, no, they like, did. That is just a credit to them. This whole weekend was a credit to them. They did. I'm just going to touch on a couple of things real quick. So we wrap this up. We're going to go to our first commercial break. We're going to get our first guest on the phone um, also. But uh, pardon me, a couple of notable notable people that i seen racing. Junior Lights, Kobe Drew dominated Dude. both classes, went out and uh, went out and just put a stamp on his uh, his new move to the Yamaha team this year, the uh, Yamaha Junior Development Team. Uh, rode sensationally. Also, uh, the that uh, Mini Lights or the 85cc class. Um, th- I'm going to give that kid a shout out. It's a bit disappointing he lost it, but William Wadwell, he was winning. He basically won the overall and copped a penalty at the end, which from what I heard is kind, is kind of, that's a very gray area of what he 
got docked for. Uh, yeah. So, and I think by the looks of it, it was probably maybe his first win. So I hope it wasn't. I hope I'm wrong and it wasn't. And he didn't miss out on his first win because of those circumstances. But again, that's part of it. But he rode really well all day. Um, what else we got here? I'm just trying to quickly scan through before we go to ad break. Um, there was a lot of... Uh, um, Peter and Ethan Wolf, their their dad used to race with us. Yes, um, he had his two kids out there. I had a chat to him after the final uh, of the races, and his boys won. Uh, well, end up I thought one of them won both classes, but he was the one I, I stuffed up. But at the time, I was like, man, three out of four overalls, man. Like he's <laughs> uh, he's uh, you've he's a bit distressed, and he's like, you don't. I believe you could see him, like I was watching him on the last one because he's standing right below us, and he's pacing around like just stressing. <laughs> I just laughed. I'm like. It's funny, like I remember him racing and his you know, it was funny to see him now with all the kids and he's just all in. So those kids rode really well, Peter and Ethan Wolf as well. But uh, there's plenty of riders that rode awesome. I'd be sitting here all night listening off the list. Every class was good. So if you are around the area and are going to go to Kingaroy, get yourself there because the racing was epic at Harvey Bay and it's it's going to be hopefully epic again at, oh, at Kingaroy. Dude, it'd be incredible. Let's just, I just want to touch base on a couple of comments here. So Sunshine State MX Series, the team is addressing the flagging issues. There was a new flag marshal and it was really hot and hard for them on track. Absolutely, like we're not coming nah. down on anybody. We're just expressing thoughts from yep. the weekend. Um, another one. This is a good. This is a good one from Adam Middleton. Is hey guys, Bailey is listening and really appreciates everyone's support yesterday. The team that treated Bailey on the spot were world class. Thank you everyone for the support and messages. It's been incredible. Um, first off, dude, that is great to hear that mm. Bailey is okay. Like. Yeah. I'd, well, if he's okay, mate, get out and start grassing, bud. Yeah, you get, you get some grassing. <laughs> get some <but> grassing. <laughs> if you can't get the grassing, there's two seats here, bro. Yeah, come and co-host, bud. Come co-host. Yeah, get yourself rested up. You can be in the co-host seat. Kick Braden out of bed. Yeah, get him out of Yeah. Actually, I wonder if, like, there, yeah. if Bailey is in hospital, does that mean Braden's got the bed to himself? No, he wouldn't be allowed in there. But you know what? He's going to be kicked out because Bailey's going to need some rest time. I think Bailey's so. Gonna he's going to get. Time. He's going to be good on the uh, on the Supercross three. That's no, for sure. absolutely. But like we said, dude, uh, best wishes to them guys. Yeah, it was uh, more so a bit closer to home. Like as we sang, we got to yeah. go out for dinner with them on. Yeah. Um, on Saturday night, it's it's more like a family, not a team. Talk, yeah, talking shop with the with the boys was yep. was a lot of a lot of fun indeed. All right, let's go to our first commercial break of the night. We've already run past what we thought we were going to get done here in this first segment. Uh, when we come back from the break, we are going to have Brad West on the phone, having a conversation to him about what's coming up. I'm pretty excited for this one. Absolutely, I got to spend a little bit of time with him yesterday and his dad, and and talk about what's coming up in the future and <laughs> Team Green, baby. Let's go. Nick Roos Systems, roosystems.com.au or call 1300 305 709, our new sponsor here on the Moto Limited Show. What do Roos Systems do, you ask? They pioneer the diesel performance world within Australia and uh, with Roos Systems chips and exhaust upgrades. Now, with new vehicle technology, Roos Systems can ECU flash tune your vehicle's computer to optimize the performance and fuel efficiency for more exceptional drivability. The team at Roos Systems with 
years of experience are at the forefront of research and development in the ECU tuning within Australia. Provide safe, reliable remaps while maximising your vehicle's performance. Very good. Roost System has Australia's largest dealer network with over 55-plus performance workshops making Roost Systems the most reputable electronic diesel performance tuning business in Australia today. Roost Systems has tried and tested our remaps in Australia's harshest environmental conditions. This allows Roost Systems to offer the class-leading warranty and total satisfaction. So where do we go if we need that ute, van, or uh, bus? Roosystems.com.au. Get you tuned today and you will be not disappointed. Ooh-wee. Nick, another new sponsor here on the Moto Limited show is Backyard Design. Backyarddesignaus.com. For the first time ever, you can design your graphics on almost every year make and model of off-road and dual-sport motorcycles uh, with your very own computer or mobile device. Backyard Designs have over 200 motocross bikes to choose from in their configurator. Their all-new website offers endless possibilities of colors, patterns, and gradients. You can customize your own graphics with your name and number and choose your favorite logo of over 2,000 different sponsor logos and place them wherever you want on your kit. Uh, now, even easier to create your own motocross graphics with endless possibilities. Backyard Designs make you the designer, Nick. Uh, with their all-new configurator, you can design your very own custom graphics and uh, without having to go backwards and forwards with designers and proofs. Another cool feature with, it, with their new online design configurator is that we now have fully functional mobile version of the website. So you can design your graphics on the go no matter where you are. And who uses these awesome graphics, Nick? Dude, we have worldwide team riders such as Josh Hansen, Ryan Villapoto, Tyler Bowers, and Tommy Searle. Dude, that's some heavy hitters. Oh, unreal. So what you guys want to do is go to www.backyarddesignsaus.com, design everything that you want to get done, check out any last-minute essentials you want to go. Then when you go to purchase, type in Moto Limited in capitals and you should receive something within 14 days. You get your graphics and you get a 15% discount on those graphics also. So get yourself over there, get yourself the number one graphics that is in the world at the moment and you will not be disappointed. No we. Another new sponsor here on the Moto Limited show for 2021 is Street Race Solutions. Nick, what are Street Race Solutions all about? Dude, performance game for anything with four wheels on it pretty much. These guys are incredible what they can do. Man, I've seen some of the work that these guys put out. They do anything from Nissan GTRs, S and R chassis cars. They are all things performance and high-end workshop tuning. You've seen some of their work, Nick. Dude, some of these cars are incredible. Like, the numbers they're making, the dyno, it's just... It's, it's mind-blowing. Like, these things will beat your Toyota Hiace. <laughs> That's not hard to do, to be <laughs> honest. But anyway, get up and see the guys at Street Race Solutions up on the hill there in Toowoomba. If you want any sort of high-performance car built, don't go past these guys. They are the best in the business. Go up there and see Stu and tell them the guys from Moto Limited sent you. 100%. Let's go. Alrighty, guys. We are back. Trent, this one is going to be good. Yeah, I'm so, excited. joining us... On the phone, all the way from, I think it's Dingo, is it? Dingo? It yeah. is Mr. Brad West from Monster Energy Kawasaki. Brad, how are you? I'm good today. How are you? Good, mate. Now, we had a conversation yesterday, obviously, at the track. Um, you're back home now. Is it? Did you guys travel last night? Is that right? Yeah, we spent a bit of a drive going back till probably like 1 o'clock in the morning and getting home. 
Yeah, man, it was a big day. How did you find the the track yesterday? Like it was pretty rough and, and treacherous. How how did you like Harvey Bay and what did you think of it? Um, concrete starts. I had to really focus on them. I was trying to be aggressive and yet still patient on the start. Yeah. Um, track got brutal. There was literally no up ramps left at the end. It was, <laughs> it was all all skill. Yeah. No. Nah, um, that is that's what that's what have been turning out like a lot like lately for sure. Yeah. Now, we were talking yesterday, obviously, your plans at the moment, you're sort of just holding off on in the approval for the visa to go back to America. Is that right? Yeah, we're trying to get visas sorted and all the restrictions and COVID are being a pain. But once we get over there, hopefully get all the amateur scenes sorted, go over there practicing and yep. see how I go. So what major events are you guys trying to pencil in on the calendar for the remainder of 2021? Um. Well, we definitely want to do qualifiers and regionals for the Raiders, um, yep. get that sorted, and just pretty much whatever we can do while we're over there, really. Yep. We don't really have any time off over there. It's 24-7 training. Yeah, so you're going to be based in Menifee in California, so do you, is there any of the, the guys over there you get to ride with, that? So any of the team guys you get to ride with while you're over there, or is there any some, some good mates of yours in Menifee? Or? Um. Oh, I go to a lot of the major practice tracks, um, and there's a lot of people there, a lot of amateurs like Romano, LeBlanc. I normally, we park and we're close friends with uh, De Francesco's and we train with them a bit, and that's really helping us out. It's been good. Absolutely. Yeah, we, um, you know, a lot of people probably know who Brad West is, but don't really know your story. So how long have you been going to the U.S. now and, and racing over there and doing Loretta's and, and uh, all those races over there? Um, my first Loretta's, and it wasn't even like anything serious. I went there on a 50 yeah. back or maybe 2012, and it was all just fun. Then, then we came back another time and... It was all strict then. We were race mode. Um, <laughs> and, what, and what class was that? Uh, that was 250B and 450B. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that 250B class is incredible, dude. Pretty stacked. And oh. Your age group too. Oh, yeah. you're, you're in with a, a lot of those stacked, quick amateur dude. kids coming up for sure. Yeah, it, it's packed, definitely. A lot of the B riders moved up to A now, but it's still a lot of faster stuff. Yeah, are you moving to A or are you still going to stay in B for your, your trip back? Uh, uh, I think we'll be in B. Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, my main goal is B, though, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you went over there for the first time. It was a bit of fun. When you went back over there and was serious, like how much more difficult was it being serious and like realizing like, well, this is a, you know, we're a long way from home here and you know, racing on the complete opposite side of the world. Run us through those sort of emotions at first, the first you know, time you were there for serious. Oh, I was definitely really nervous because on TV, how much they get broadcasted. Uh, yeah. Uh, amateur scene over there it set a pretty high standard so I was, I was coming over not expecting anything we were just hoping for a top 10 in Loretta's and we went pretty good for that goal yeah, dude you um, smashed that <laughs> yeah um, uh, I mean it, everything really helps really living with Craig and Menifee he works pro circuit and just helps out with our engines suspension the whole PC team uh, going to the practice tracks, we've got a trainer over there. Um, 
Brandy Lawrence and we got his whole career to train with him and that's really helped because we're all pretty fast guys and just pushing each other each day. RL is and a legend in dude, the sport, dude. That's cool. <laughs> He'd be yeah. asking about some of the stories from back when he was uh, he was running around racing and, and wrenching and stuff like that. I'd be, I'd be just asking him. I'm, a, I'm a, like the old school 90s stuff. I'd be asking him so many questions, <laughs> that's for sure. Do you ever pick his brain about, you know, back when he was, you know, fully in the sport? Oh, he, he he definitely has some stories to tell, but he'll push you. He doesn't care who you are. Yeah. He'll, he'll get you to the edge. Yeah, I listened to a podcast he did the other day, actually, and it was pretty cool. Like, I knew who Ara was, but then I was like, you hear some of the stuff, you, you're like, man, that's cool, and the things he's done and, and he and seen. And, yeah, now he's back, you know, back at the track working with amateur riders, and you being one of them, you must be uh, pretty stoked to have his insight. Yeah, yeah, that was really good um, doing that. It's a lot better than doing it by yourself over there. Plus, going on the tracks with him and going off the bike training, it just helped dramatically. Absolutely. Like, and as we were saying just off air before, we haven't really seen you do too much of the Supercross racing, so to speak, but I know you've got a, a pretty amazing Supercross track in your backyard here in Australia. So when you get to America, is, is Monster Cup something we're going to try and get into or how are we going to look at um, sort of starting with Supercross over there? Um, we'll see how it goes. I think when we go over there first, our focus will be the qualifiers and regionals and whatnot. Where are the, the event? Where are the qualifiers at? Have they been announced yet? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, they're pretty much all over the show. What's your? Because when, have when you, I went over there last year, there was we didn't have to do a qualifier because of COVID the restrictions. Yeah. It was a qualifier and regional at the same time, so yeah, yeah, instantly in. Have you got sort of a favourite sort of track over there that you got like? you'd be pretty pumped to go back to do or uh, I, I tell you we were we went to Robbie Renard's place uh, one day and we rode his main truck and it was sweet like I mean perfect and then the next day it just started raining and I was like oh no we can't ride we went all the way down here and then he he, he literally just cut in probably took like 30 minutes cut in a track around his trees and it was the best track so rugged and so nice and I was just like, oh, yeah, this is sick. That, that, I've, I've seen photos of it. I've really – have you got the chance to go down and ride uh, Evan Ferry's compound at all? Um, no, but that's all. We were – when we went on a 50, I used to go to his place when we were training together. Yeah. So that was pretty sick. Dude, that place would be so cool to go to. Yeah, go down there and ride those tracks. But I mean, yeah, you see the videos from uh, from Raynard's place and that dirt looks epic too. It looks like it's so sticky as well. Like when it gets a bit of moisture in it, it'd just be like stuck to the track glue type soil. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. Hey, you just... Bringing it back to obviously the weekend, you're at Harvey Bay, you're racing. That was the first time you've raced in Australia as a senior rider and you're in the pro class. What was that? Like sort of compare that to what you've been doing over in the US. What was like some of the things you took away from the weekend? Uh, the weekend wasn't the best for me. My starts were not were not how they should be in that track. I just tried to pass everyone as much as I could and I just wasn't flying really. I just wasn't myself. Yep. Um, qualifying wasn't too bad. I just need to set myself in a better position. Um, and saying that in America, starts are crucial too. Like when I was over there for the parlor regional, 
he had to be on it because there was 40 guys jump on the tabletop after the first turn together and it was hectic. That would be um, insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of bikes. I thought I was going to clip so many dudes in the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys going to have that. Uh, is that when – was that the – the track they had before Nat, the national they had there with that big step up right off the start or is that a different track? Uh, yeah, that's the track, yeah. Yeah, that step up was insane, dude. Like, yeah, it's like pretty sick. Five or six bikes side by side over there. Just goes to show how wide the track's over there. Do you notice that when you come back here that the tracks are way different to what you race in the US? Oh, the US tracks. You get some tracks, like you get a state fair and it's pretty tight and like I was doing good at state fair. Yeah. Because it's more of an Australian type track. Yeah. And then you go to Parle or Glen Helen and it's wide out, fourth gear tap. <laughs> um, and then come back here and then you got tight tracks but they're really technical, so you're pretty much on your game all the time. Yeah, yeah. And when you go, obviously, racing the pro class here, like some of those guys were hauling the mail to, uh, this weekend. You know, they were going real fast. Like, obviously, speed-wise, you were like, man, I want a bit better starts. would have been cool to run up front with some of those riders. Yeah, I, for the weekend, I wasn't expecting to win or anything. I was expecting maybe like fifth or whatever and see how it went. Yep. But with the starts, man, oh, I needed to push it. Yeah. So does I think does, I think I got one good start and then the second turn I clipped someone in the pile up when their bike fell down on me. Yeah. yeah. Does that come back down to it being a concrete start or a bike setup or what would improve the starts? Um with concrete start you have to center your weight a lot further back so yep. you don't wheel spin. Um and it sort of evens out the playing field for everyone, no matter how fast your bike is or what your setup is. But saying that, my my setup on the weekend, I didn't have it running good. My suspension was not the best. I wasn't running good. So, I don't know. It, I definitely could have been a lot better. Um, but at the same time, I think everyone was not at their peak performance. Yeah, yeah. And, and in saying that, like, this Harvey Bay track formed up a lot different than it has in previous years. Obviously, it's probably your, what are your first sunny states at Harvey Bay, but in the, it will, in a senior for that. So do you like the sand? Is, is the sand something you find yourself good in or do you prefer the clay or the sort of a bit more loamy? What, what's the soil conditions that, that you suit best to? Um, I pretty much just try and adapt to anything where you ride, really. You can't just be good at one thing and then go halfway across the road and be good at nothing else really yeah um i mean i, I love seeing it, it gets rough and it sets everyone apart just like the weekend showed um you just got to be on your aim game all the time yeah no it's it's yeah it's to go over there and to be to be racing at that level and and you know you've been posting good results you've obviously caught the attention of of the guys from monster energy and the pro circuit guys are helping you out when you go back and stuff like that like you know that's just dreams of some of our riders over here would only only dream to be a part of that sort of stuff so it's cool that you're sort of over there living it and and get to uh be a part of it for sure yeah yeah and the setup over in america we've got such a different setup to over in Australia because the tracks are so much wide open. There's a way different suspension set up and just changing every on the bike to suit suit the tracks over there, really. Absolutely. It's, just, it's, it's like talking about training. Is it possible we will get to see you training with the Lawrence Brothers at 83 Compound? or? Um, 
we are friends with them. Uh, over in Florida, I don't know about that. We sort of put our base around California and everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see how it goes, see if we can do a little trip down there. I reckon it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> so, oh yeah. The goal, the goal for you in America, like in coming to the next few years, is it is it something that you want to sort of focus on looking towards going towards Supercross or sticking sort of to the the outdoors? What's what's sort of got your interest in America at the moment? Uh, my main interest, uh, really. I mean, I can go into Supercross and see how it goes, but. Once we go over there, I think it'll be motocross. And then, I mean, supercross is hard over there getting into all the practice tracks, supercross tracks, because most of them are private because the main ones are shut down due to COVID. Yeah. But saying that, I'm probably better off going with a friend or PC guys to a track and seeing how we go with that. Um, Yeah, and is that something they're going to sort of – put you in with their guys to, to ride and, and run the pace and see how it goes? Is that is that one of the plans in the works? Or? Um, they definitely help us out a lot with pretty much everything. Um, we have Craig we stay with in Menifee and he helps out with everything really. Um, parts, bike, he's like a manager and mechanic at the same time. Um, <laughs> and then we got Ollie Austin Faulkner's mechanic. He helps out a lot. He's He's pretty good guy. Oh, he's um, a legend. Yeah. Yeah. All the race mechanics, they help us out a lot. Um, and then we got Mitch, and he won't cut anyone no slack, but he's a cool dude. <laughs> he's, I remember the first time I actually met Mitch, I was like... He, it was, he just he was sitting in his office and he like looked half grumpy and I was like I sort of really want to go meet Mitch and I forgot who I, I might have been with Craig and he's like no go in there and, and say hello I was like oh, I kind of don't want to like I was dude I was so scared to go meet him and go talk to him because he's just like such a powerful dude so it was and literally when I got to meet him and spend some time with him he was literally couldn't be a nicer guy and did so much for me while I was over there so it's uh it's pumped to hear that that he's uh looking after some Aussies yeah saying that too we were in Memphis and having dinner out with everyone the PC guys Mitch C Francesco's everyone we're just chilling having dinner pretty fun pretty hilarious time yeah are you are you buddies with Ryder D or um pretty much we don't even set it up really we just some days we go to practice track pretty much every day and he's there and we yeah. I mean we we are friends um yeah. we pitted next to him at Loretta's and we were yeah. chatting away and uh we, looking at each other's lines, whatnot. It was pretty sick. Yeah, we we want to try and get Ryder D on the show here. We're uh, we're pretty big fans of him yeah. as well. So, dude, cool. I was bummed. I when I met him, Monster Cup twenty. 18 or 2019 I think he broke his his femur or something like a couple of weeks prior we actually had a pretty a pretty long talk uh, under the under the tent that day but I was so excited to see him ride Supercross and that <laughs> happened and since we haven't been able to go back since COVID which sort of brings me to that like obviously during Loretta's COVID was a massive thing over there at the time how was that how how much of a drama did that create obviously getting there running the event and then I, I believe you flew back to Australia you had to quarantine in for two weeks is that right? Uh, yes yes that was uh, quite annoying um, so we flew back from Loretta's Loretta's there was social distancing uh, like 
to some sort as much as they could control it. Yeah. Um, and they had to set the tents apart a certain width and whatnot in areas. Um, and then we got back and had to stay at a hotel for two weeks. And the first probably two, three days they gave us, there was me, my mom, my dad, and my brother, and they gave us two double beds for two weeks. And I was like, oh, my God. No. I think you, I, I think you, you posted a, a few videos on Instagram about it now that you mention it. And dude, that two weeks like that. Drive you mental. Oh. Drive. Yeah, I done like a live Q and A thing in there. It was pretty. It was pretty good. <laughs> that's cool. You gotta do, do some more of that. That's awesome. Gotta, you gotta get yeah. around that for sure. Speaking of your brother, he had a pretty, a pretty big crash on the weekend and got himself pretty beat up. But he's okay for the people that were there. He's he's okay at the moment. Busted, uh, busted wrist and a collarbone or something like that. But on on opposite arms, so he's uh, can't do much. I bet mum has to do a lot of looking after him now. Oh, I had to look after him on the couch a bit today. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that drive yeah. home would have been so rough for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like, because obviously when we left the track, yeah, we, we come seeing you and said, sit here before you go. And was, um, Jason was sitting in the front of the car. They obviously had his arm all strapped up. Like, dude, six hours sitting there. That's um, that's pretty ballsy. I got to give it to him. Pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, he was. He had a pillow under him. Um, he had ice pad. He was distracted watching Netflix. <laughs> I think. I think he was pretty cozy. <laughs> he, he had probably to, pretty out of it too. Pain, I imagine pain, got the painkillers <laughs> kicking in. <laughs> Uh, all right, Brad, but we appreciate you for your time today, uh, tonight, man. Like, as I said, your story is, is very unique and, you know, having you back in, in Australia racing, are you going to do much more racing here or is it all just dependent on once you get that, uh, green light to head back to the U S you're basically, basically jumping in. What's, what's your plans for, for racing here in Australia? Um, plans at the moment, uh, just if we can get the visa sorted, we'll be over in the US. Yeah. But if we can't, we'll pretty much be racing everything over in Australia because half the stuff's not on. Racing's pretty, uh, yeah. endangered really <laughs> yeah yeah well we want we hope to see you at uh at king arroyo because uh that red clay there will be very i'm not going to say it's the same as rainers but looks very similar yeah. the deep ruts and stuff like that so um you you rode a lot of these tracks when you were a kid so you you probably know all of them and know where we're going so is there one in particular that if you do stay you're looking most forward to uh as the sunshine state series um no, not specifically. Uh, we get to the track. Some some days you go to the track that you love, it will be completely different. Yeah. Others you'll go there and it'll be sweet. It just depends how many bikes and how many riders are out there. Yeah. How teared up it gets. How, how they prepped it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get some pretty rough ones. But, man, we appreciate you for, uh, for giving us the time. Hopefully, we can have you back on. Hopefully, when you're over back in the U.S., we can have you on uh, on a Zoom call and have a chat to you while you're over there and get a bit of a lowdown. But, uh, man, it was good to see you back here in Australia. Good to see you back on the bike. And hopefully, we, uh, you know, see a little bit more of you before you head back and, and try and get uh, your Loretta's campaign underway. Sweet. Thanks for having me. Nah, cheers, mate. We will talk to you soon. Okay. Awesome. See ya. Thanks, Brad. Cheers. Dude, Brad West, that was uh he's a cool kid. Like he's uh very well spoken, 
and man, I can't, I can't wait to see him. Like, it's funny. We, we, we dabble a little in the amateur stuff, but the more we get to know some of these guys and I said, we, we want to try and get Ryder D on and stuff like that. Like we will be all in on the U S uh, U S uh, amateur scene as well. And we're running out of time to cover what we've got now. Yeah. Like, try to go to the, try to get all the amateur stuff. We'll in be going well. to our two shows a week, but no, uh, like obviously you got to have a chat yesterday with obviously his parents as well. Yeah. And, just great people, dude. Like yeah. his story. I wish I'd really like to give him on again when we've got some, a bit more time to sort yeah. of run through his childhood, what happened and how he got over to America and everything like that. And like, obviously we're getting comments in when we can expect to see um, Brad under a PC tent. I think it's only a matter of time till that happens. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if he gets his supercross thing down, which it sounds like they're putting a lot of effort into, that's the biggest thing in the U S is, is, can you ride Supercross? And if he's putting in their work now, it's only gonna it's only gonna improve. So, man, we appreciate him for giving us the time. That's that's epic to to have a chat to him. And I'm a bit I'm a bit uh, jealous of you getting to sit down and have a chat to to the family yesterday and get a little bit more insight. I was like, damn. I was like, I, I could hear the race finishing. I was just like, Trent needs me right now, but. Nah, I'm just gonna chill yeah. here, and we'll just we'll just says, we'll just bro down with says, the guys. Says the uh, the biggest PC fan in the world. He's sitting there. You're just geeking out on all the PC stuff. It was pretty funny, dude. It was cool, and I I think um, uh, Brad's dad was actually talking to Mitch at the time. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. this is this is cool. Like, he's and, a little, little excited in his. I was, he dude. Was. Like, <laughs> I, like I I followed the team green stuff in America yeah. immensely. Like I love it. The, the program they have over there is amazing. Yeah. So getting him back over here due to COVID once again, it's, uh, I see it as a positive. We get to see him at local tracks. Yeah. We get to see him talking to people like us, Yeah, which is one thing. So uh, I can't wait to uh, watch him and see how his story goes when he finally gets to go back over to America and uh, hopefully me and you not far behind him. Yeah, hopefully. We'll, uh, we've got a couple of comments come through. Give us a bit of a rundown on what's been going on there before we take our second and final ad break and get our final guest on to wrap up the back end of the show. What have we got, Nick? So, going to be unreal watching this guy in the pro ranks from Mr. Warwick Calligan. I know Warwick is 100% a, a Brad West fan. Big fan. We did tell Brad that yesterday. So, um, Dylan Wicks, yeah, B-Rad, you go, right, you little turd. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously a little private joke there. So, um, Nettie, awesome to see more Aussies talent going to America. 100%. It's, uh, we're going to take over. We're going <laughs> to take over over there. Um, Brad is a really good kid. Got to talk to him at Emerald a couple of weeks ago and he definitely has the right attitude to make in America. Yeah. No question. Yeah. And he is on the right bike. Hashtab team green. <laughs> no, uh, no doubts there. Uh, Warwick Calligan, Moto Limited Community Ride Day at the West Compound, boys. Uh, yeah, Warwick, we'll uh, all set our <laughs> suspension to breadboard and we'll, <laughs> we'll go do some supercross. No, it's, and again, where he lives is like a long way away. Seven hours from Harvey Bay and that's north. Like, yeah, I don't think, I mean, we love our community the motor limited community, but that's a long drive for some of us to get there. Hey, but PC bro. I'll, uh, do, I'll do it. Oh, look at you guys. So, uh, another one we need to, we need to touch base on this as well from Mr. Morgan Smith. Great input on the wrap up show last week, Trent. That is right. Trent, my good buddy, my couch buddy, my travel buddy, my, <laughs> I don't know. We, we, whatever. Cow. 
you were on the wrap-up show. Yeah, I was. I got to do that. I'd like to thank uh, Darkside for giving me the opportunity. Our U.S. correspondent. The U.S. The Moto Limited Show U.S. correspondent. Uh, Darkside, he run. He is the host of that. He uh, asked me to come. You've done it twice, Nick. And uh, I was like, man, it's, um, it's one of those bucket list things for me to do. You know, like I've been a big, big fan of that show. It kind of inspired what we're doing here a little bit, you know, the way he does it and the passion he has for sport. And I'm like, I can, I can relate to it. Uh, and to actually get to sit down and talk to you. I mean, I talk to you all the time about it. We messaged Darkside flat out. And he's like, why don't you just come on the show and say it? And I was like, ah, okay. I was a little nervous. Um, Were you a little bit nervous? A little bit nervous. And I got into it and I was just, it, again, it's like, it's like, I mean, if the, the OG listeners will know this, when we did the, the Darkside interview, like when we first met him, I was so nervous and went through that show and the Daniel Blair one, which we're hopefully getting him back on soon. And and now you and frigging Darkside just bro down. Bro and down, when yeah. we're in conferences, you just try and gang up on me in group text yeah, and, it's, and it's try freaking, and get in my head. It's, it's, so it's, no, it was really good. I'm glad I introduced you to Bear. Yeah. It was really, really well for me. Dude, it's, it's, <laughs> it's so epic. Dude. I still, I pinch myself sometimes thinking about it, but the same in those situations. Words just come out of my mouth and I was just saying stuff and I'm like, hope that sounded good because I'm just sort of, it's, it, it's funny, like a, I guess an insight for people, like when you're doing this sort of stuff, you nearly go into autopilot, like things, oh, you, yeah. you know, think about it. It's just coming out and you're like, well, I hope that sounds good. Otherwise I'm going to look like an absolute idiot. But uh, yeah, I appreciate, uh, who was the comment? So Morgan Smith. Morgan Smith, yeah. I he actually sorry, yeah, he did send me through a message as well and said I did a good job. So I appreciate that. That's uh yeah, I had a, I had a good time and hopefully, hopefully we are might make a little bit of appearance on the Motor X pod show very soon. Yeah, I dropped a hint to Darkside. <laughs> I'd love to be on his show, so we'll see how that goes. Actually, it's funny I got to not this, this not this, this week while well, I've got no voice. <laughs> this as well. So obviously you and Darkside gang up on me when we're in, in um <laughs> in conference calls or supercross media and try and get inside my head and it works you you go so on on wednesday you go on the motor uh the problem x wrap-up show mm. you and him within five minutes are uh, blowing hang me out hang on hang on i i pre-warned you i sent you a message afterwards i'm i'm not gonna throw dark side under the bus but he went there and i was like whoa, 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 whoa i'm not backing this in <laughs> at <laughs> all so i do not condone what he said he he said that i was just on the other end of the phone but uh i backed you up and said that because i was coming on the show you thought i you didn't need to do it because i was the motor limited show correspondent for the one show that do, i get to do do you see my 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 job task my my uh, week i didn't i didn't say that you were not grinding have i ever not said nick you're not grinding thank you there see say that again N- not grinding thank you you're not grinding <laughs> uh come on get a couple more we gotta get to our, our uh break and our last guest so mr darren mayor hey ka my guy my the the creator the creator of the deals Lad, ladies and gentlemen you should have heard him absolutely sucking up in the car on the way hey. home yesterday <laughs> there is no sucking up me and darren <laughs> looking for his, like this looking for his tire deal i'm actually going to be uh at the the red cliff is it the red cliff tavern uh no the redland bay golf the redland course. bay golf course for the <laughs> for his uh for his concert 
Oh, mate. I'm calling a concert. It's I'm going to be there. I'm going to have TCX boots on. I'm going to have Pearly <laughs> hat on. And double I might parked. be <laughs> double parked. <laughs> Pineapple. Pineapple cruises. Pineapple cruises. And I might even slide into the... Savachi's DMs. Savachi's DMs. Listen to last week's show. That would make a lot of sense. If not, welcome to the first show of the listening. So. Hey, and also I want to touch base on that. Yeah. What guy's hurting, dude? Who? Savachi. He's in, yeah, we touched on it a little last week. He, we touched on it again. Yeah, Warwick Callaghan. Is that trend <laughs> from Australia? Actually, it is. No, no, because it's never been said. Was Nation that starting people? Hashtag Pe- Was Nation. Hashtag Was Nation. Can we all get hashtag Was Nation in the in Collins. the chat, please? Yeah. Uh, no, he's. It's never been said. It's been said on multiple occasions. Nick from Australia. He is always and will be Nick from Australia. Hey. <laughs> You might be taking it to the top, mate, but uh, yeah, I'm just clearing the, clearing the path <laughs> for you, mate. Clearing the path, that's for sure. All right, let's go take our final commercial break of the evening. We're going to come back with Taylor McCutcheon and uh, have a little chat to her and wrap up the back end of the show. So stick around. We'll be back. Nick, we are pumped to have the guys at KTR Apparel on board with us here on the Moto Limited show. Go and check out www.ktrapparel.com.au to get yourself one of the sweet shirts you're wearing right Dude, now. Dude, these things are incredible. The quality is just amazing. As you were saying, we are pumped to have KTR on board. Uh, for everyone that sort of doesn't know, I think by the end of our motocross season this year, people are going to know who KTR are. They are. They're a big, big player in the sport here at the moment. Adam is trying his hardest to improve our sport so the way to get around and support him is by going and getting yourself one of these sweet ktr apparel t-shirts they've got t-shirts they've got hats they've got stubby coolers towels they've got everything even an umbrella umbrellas go and check out the website purchase yourself something today and you'll be supporting the guys who are really trying to benefit this sport and nine times out of ten you'll see us somewhere in some merch 100 percent. go and get it now do it TCX boots have been a sponsor of the show here now for quite a while, Nick. The TCX Comp Evo 2 is a high-quality yet affordable boot that retails for $5.99. Features the, their double flex control system around the ankle for improved support without compromising feel and their molded Michelin MX hybrid sole with micro grooves to evacuate water for maximizing that grip on the pegs. Go check them out at your local retailer or linkint.com.au. Used by Josh Green, myself, and as of the show a few weeks ago, Nick, you are now the ambassador for TCX Boots. What do you think? Dude, the boot deal was done. I'm pumped. Um, I actually wore them last weekend for the first time. Dude, these boots are incredible. Usually I've, I've grown up wearing other side boots and I was sort of a bit worried about these ones, but they blew my mind. These things are incredible. They are. And as I said, I've, I'm a very picky boot guy, but TCX have done a fantastic job. We've got it here sitting on the desk in front of us and they are absolutely phenomenal. So if you want to get yourself a set of boots, go and check out your local retailer or contact uh, linkin.com.au to find out where you can get them and access them and uh, get yourself a set of boots today. You will not be disappointed. No, sir. A brand new sponsor here on the Moto Limited show is Queensland Bike and Four Drive, or most of us know them as QB4. They are at 6 Carrington Road in Toowoomba. They're a family-owned and operated business, Nick, up there selling Kawasaki, KDM, Polaris, and now Gas Gas. And they're that family-owned and operated that your old man, Jeffrey Still, is up there. Dude, 20? I think it's like... 
I think it's like 26 or 27 years now, like my whole life that that shop has been around. I've had countless jobs there. Um, they've helped me with racing pretty much my whole life. It's just, it's you don't really see many of these dealerships anymore that are that family orientated. It just, it's it's incredible. It is. It's 100% incredible. Carried up there, a good friend of us here, friend of the show. Friend of the show. He is the, the salesman up there to go see. So if you're chasing a Kawasaki, a KDM, a Gas Gas, or a side-by-side Polaris, go and see Carrot or Jeffrey up there on the hill. And they've got a wide range of accessories as well. These guys will help you out with where they can. Mention the Moto Limited show sent you, and they will definitely try and help you out with where they can. Hey, Nick. And definitely. Where? To 10 people. Where do we go? You go to 6 Carrington Road, Toowoomba, or go on their website, qb4.com.au, and uh, get their phone number. Give them a call and see if they can't help you. If you're not in the Toowoomba area, they will surely help you out in some way. Absolutely. So get there today, guys. Queensland Bike and Forward Drive up there on the hill, and you will not be disappointed. We are so excited here on the Moto Limited show to have National Lunar Fridges involved with the show. Guys, these are, as has been explained to us, the Rolls Royces of fridges. So if you want to get yourself a 12, 240 volt fridge, you don't go past the National Lunar Fridge. You spend that little bit extra money and you know you're getting the highest quality. Nick, we're working for one here in studio and you are going to be pulling out some cool beverages out there for sure. Absolutely. I think it's going to sit next to me and I'm going to be the fridge gatekeeper. You'll have to be. As said, this thing is the Rolls Royces of fridges. So we need a bodyguard such as yourself there protecting this fridge at all times. I think I can do it. All right, well, go get yourself a National Lunar fridge. Go and check them out today, and you definitely will be buying the best fridge on the market today. Absolutely. All righty, we are back. Welcome to show 31 of the Moto Limited show, presented by Roo System Street Race Solutions and Backyard Designs. Nick, we have a very special guest on the phone here. That we do. She is... After the weekend, she's probably one of the toughest ladies I've seen ride a dirt bike at the moment. She had a pretty nasty qualifying crash in her expert race and bounced back and dominated in the three women's class. It's the number one of Taylor McCutcheon. Taylor, how are you? Hey, boys. I'm good, thanks. How are you? We're all right. How, how is the hand going? How is everything feeling? feeling a lot better today. Yesterday, I was in heaps of pain racing. Just that outside knuckle was hurting me, but it's not too bad at the moment, just a bit sore when I touch it and whatnot. Oh, that's the way. I mean, it didn't look like it was affecting you at all. You had a pretty flawless day uh, at Harvey Bay. You must be pretty stoked to sort of start out the season with with three wins like that and, and at that, three dominant wins. Yeah, I'm definitely happy with how it went, although I wish I was 100%, not only so I could see, like, how far I could go in the women's race, but just to race the boys. Like, I was so – I was upset myself that I pulled out of it, but I think it was probably the best decision I'd done with my hand and that. So, you know, (laughs) hopefully next round's a bit better with – so I can race the boys and whatnot. Yeah, it was pretty funny too. We were chatting to you just off air, which is we kind of come back a bit late there to to the show. <laughs> Sorry, because, everybody. Yeah, we were chatting away to Taylor and uh, you were like, um, I kept coming over the jump and seeing dad and shaking my head and he's just telling me to keep going. And as we said, as much as that sucked at the time, is probably a good character building thing for you. Yeah, that first race, like the longer moto, I think it was about eight laps I'd done. And at the five lap mark, I just kept looking over at dad and mum on the fence and shaking my head. I was like, this is so painful. I just want to come in. But 
I don't know. I was, I was glad I stayed out there because I was able to win all the three motos, which was good. Yeah, and that's like going back to obviously. How, what did you think of the track? Like, obviously, you rode it all day. Was it ex- what you expected? Was it rougher than you expected, or was it pretty much what you're used to? Um, honestly, like after the club day that we raced it, like that was rough as well. So. I feel like on the weekend, it was rough, but it was sketchy rough. Yeah. Like, it, it was getting pretty dangerous. Like, there was a fair few crashes. Yeah. So, I, I guess it was rough in a bad way, but it wasn't like, like it, you were able to ride it at a fast pace, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is maybe where the crashes came from because it was it yeah. was rough, but it was still fast. Like when that track gets real rough, it slows the the lap times down and that. But even towards the end of the day, the lap times weren't that far off when it was smooth. So, I, I mean, that's good. You know, good insight there. That could could have contributed a lot to to those crashes and things like that. Yeah, I feel like that. Like most of the crashes were like people like giving it too much in the wrong areas. Yeah, like you know, like there was so many kickers on the jumps that were just so dangerous and just throwing everyone off. So that was the section I remember Dad saying to me after. He was like. Just before the second motor, he's like, "Watch those kickers, Taylor." I'm yeah. like, "I will." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty funny watching uh, watching your old boy run down the fence when you had your crash in qualifying. He's come running oh. down the fence to see if you're okay, <laughs> and, and then he got up and he and it was funny. I watched him. He's pointing at you like, "Go, keep going," and, and you can see like you're like, "I don't I, want to." <laughs> I got up, I got up and I was like, I, I took a bit to get up because I was in so much pain, and then I looked over at him. And I, I think that one team I was in pain, he was telling me to pull off. Yeah. Okay. My bars were a bit bent too. So he was like waving me off because he knew that I would have probably tried to keep going. And then I saw him. I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm going in. Yeah. So I got one lap of the boys qualifying time in. So, <laughs> so take me through that crash. So was it just getting a little bit crossed up and oh. then it was all over? Or was it just, it was hap- yeah. happened that quickly that you didn't, it was, didn't know it was coming? It was or? pretty big. Yeah, I just <laughs> come down that big. middle straight. And uh, like, I didn't take the line preview, like on the, like side lap you'd say and I'd only just finished my first my first qualifying lap and I come down and there was like a big breaking bump on the right hand side and I've literally just hit it and it has just sent me that far in the air and it just threw me yeah. and dad said I look like a slingshot because like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm only 48 kilos on a 250 I go flying <laughs> when I crash <laughs> hey hey that 48 kilos was in full flight last <laughs> uh, yesterday especially off the, especially off the starts too like you're on a 250F they're in the you know and new women race with the vet C grade and most of them are on 450s and you went through the first corner in nearly every race in front or second and I'm like yep that's power to weight ratio right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like in the first two modes I was second into the first corner and then the second corner was always where I'd go for it I was yeah. like I'm not backing off until like she does so I just like gassed in that second one and then the last mode I got the perfect jump and I was just like no nah, I've got this one yeah and I was like I-, I honestly had no idea how I'd be able to pull it on 250 but I guess that 48 kilos just makes it easier <laughs> so, so how did what did you do you like the concrete start is that something you you got to change your position up or is it something you're used to doing now or what's your thoughts yeah, on that? Well, honestly, I'm like, I'm not that much of a fuss over the concrete star. I didn't actually mind them. Although like centering your body and like how you sit just for the gauge drop is a lot different. 
Yeah. So like you have to sit so much more further on the back with like your back straight instead of in such an aggressive like position. Yeah. Yeah. So is I it- feel like that's that's the only changes you need is just getting more weight on your back wheel so it doesn't like you know spin. And how, and how awkward does that feel though? Like you're used to doing the starts at one way, you practice them so much, and you go there and it's like flip it completely the opposite way, and and that's how you got to do your start. Yeah, that's probably. I feel like that would be the hardest thing is like remembering. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's concrete start. Let's switch it up a bit. <laughs> that's why me and Dad done one like just before practice. He's like, "You're doing a concrete start." I was like, "No, nah, Dad, I don't know what to do." He's like, "You're doing one." I was yeah. like, "All right then." Yeah. <laughs> nah, you got it. You got to get one because you always think, "Oh, I'm far enough back," and then you spin off and you're like, "Okay, I need to sit further than that again." <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you really have to think about it. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, we uh, we were pretty stoked. We said at the start of the show that you know you came to us and you're like, "I want to come on your show." And you're the first person who's ever asked us to be on the show. So we are, we're feeling quite honored at the moment that we've had our first, you know, our first athlete that has asked if they can be on the show. So we're, uh, we want to thank you for that because that's, uh, it's made us feel like we're, we're actually doing something <laughs> right here and not just, uh, just annoying people with our voices. Yeah, no, that's right. I, like once I got on the Sunshine State ones and me and Nick had a bit of a talk after it. And then when he was like, oh, come join the studio, I was like, I will happily come join it. Like it's cool. It's cool getting this sport out there because in Australia, it's not as big as what it is in every other, like, you know, country. So I feel like building the sport, like as a female athlete as well, is so yeah. important. So doing these little things make it go. Yeah. Well, I think the, the, the girls show. Yeah. We have to lock. Yeah. Um, for the girls show coming up. Spoiler spoiler for the listeners right now. We we have it in the <laughs> works and I think we've locked in our two guests. We're just going to make a show date, but we will have definitely two female writers co-host a show uh, coming up shortly, which is, which again, for me, has always been something I'm, I've been pretty passionate about. I mean, I've said it on this show before. It's not like it's a, it's a secret to anyone. I do love seeing women in the sport and being a part of this sport and I always want to include them and now that we have this very small janky operation here which <laughs> easy mate easy it's <laughs> a full scale production it's, it's uh if you, again if you've seen it like 10 minutes before showtime started where we're slamming things together here really quick trying to eat dinner and <laughs> which, which by the way Nikki didn't put the thing on the screen too um <laughs> See, budget operation, budget operation. <laughs> but uh, no, we, uh, yeah, we, we've got that coming down. It's it's something that I've always been passionate about, and I want to give you the opportunity. Yeah, now we got this show. I'm like, that's one thing I want to tick off the list is is have some female co-hosts in here talking about the sport. And and you're like, again, we've we've really only chatted to you for that Sunshine State thing, and then on the weekend, the different things that you come up and spoke to us about. I was like, man, Taylor's gonna be on a show because you, for a young lady, have a lot of knowledge about the sport already yeah I guess like just being around it for so long like like my brother actually I remember just going around the track with him and I used to just have fun like I remember doing like all the really creek coachings and I mm. always go sliding down the up ramps never took anything serious <laughs> I just I was just having fun watching him and you know doing all that and then once I started getting into it I knew that like it, it's what I wanted to do so yeah. I'm glad that I'm still here <laughs> no that's uh, no it's good and we we love to see it as I said it's it's very good for our sport and and you're a great ambassador so far and I mean, were you 16, 17, 16 years old? 
Oh, jeez. Future, you're bright. <laughs> bright. The future. Bright future. The future is bright <laughs> and it's actually pretty funny on the weekend. We're going to go a little into your home life here, Taylor, but you have yourself a boyfriend <laughs> there and, and yeah. the, the, two of of you, the two of you went three from three yesterday in your races, won six motos between the, the pair of you. Uh, who, uh, who was more excited about that, you or him? Um, oh, that that's pretty hard. Like in between races, like in the first one I saw of his, yeah. like I saw his fitness drop. So I went into him and I was like, "What's your fitness doing?" And so like <laughs> I, I guess like, <laughs> I guess both of us having each other there, like it's it's good because like we know how to focus when the time is right. Yeah, yeah. But we also can help each other from like seeing it from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I, I feel like I feel like that's a good thing, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know who's more excited. I mean, it's I don't know. It's really hard to to say. To be yeah. honest with you, well, it, was, it was it was his first, the, the power couple. It was his first. It was his first. <laughs> yeah, it was his first race in in senior, and uh, he was pretty pretty stoked. Uh, we had a I had a really quick chat to him, um, uh, it, like from the commentary tower and that, and he seems like a really cool kid. I'd like to uh, like to get to know him a little bit more. I don't know if you want to say his name, Taylor, and and and, and put him out there on the no, show. I, I'm honestly fine. Everyone knows who he is. <laughs> He's pretty cool. <laughs> young young Jackson Camilleri, he rode awesome. Uh, that was one of the rides I didn't touch on actually in that when we're trying to break down. There was so many classes. He so was races. impressive. He, dude. he was yeah. impressive. He won every race in that last one, man. He It was gritty. He had to grind that out for the whole moto. I think they did a 17 or something to finish. I need to double check that. I do have it here, but it was he was under pressure the whole moto and he didn't crumble. And I was I when I got to interview him after the race, I was like, dude, that was that was gritty. I, that impressed. <laughs> I think not only me, I think that impressed the, the uh, no, 14 minutes he did. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I, that, that impressed like, a lot of people. That was close. Yeah. That racing was close. Yeah. That, that was a good race though. Like I said to him, it was good that like, it wasn't just him racing. If that makes sense. Like he yeah. had other people to race, which like it wasn't boring for him and he had to push because like he's been off like with a few injuries. So like mm. his mode, like his bike fitness isn't a best. Yeah. <laughs> which he knows that now. <laughs> so, Blowing him out again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ta- Taylor, Taylor's not pulling any punches here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I never do. Oh. <laughs> we, we, we appreciate that. We don't pull any punches here either. <laughs> <laughs> On each other we do. Yeah. <laughs> so... Are you pumped to be out of the sand now? Like, obviously, the next round we're going to be on a Kingaroy, completely sort of different base altogether. Are we? Are we sort of happy to be Harvey Bay's in the rear vision mirror, or is the sand sort um, of your 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 hidden gem, or what's what's the feeling look, for the rest? I'm not gonna lie, like I I we don't train that much on hard pack, so but then again, like we don't train that much on sand either. Like I'm going back to school now, so training does get really hard to find the time. So yeah. leading up to Harvey Bay, I don't know training throughout the week or anything just rocked up after Harvey Bay Club Day and all that, doing Rocky and stuff. So I feel like looking at it as the King of Roy, I'm kind of just like, it's just another race day. Like, obviously there are a few things that I need to change. But other than that, I don't know. I really like Harvey Bay. So I, I feel like I, I would rather Harvey Bay still be something okay. to look forward to. <laughs> uh, so did, did you turn up at school this morning and just tell your friends you just cleaned up or...? 
uh, I get so awkward talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like it. That they're always like, oh, how'd you go on the weekend? Like, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you just blew the doors off everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it gets, it gets so awkward. Yeah, fought through adversity too, which is something they probably wouldn't understand, the pain and the, the you know, the, the struggle. It's not a team sport. They wouldn't, wouldn't understand it at all. So um, yeah. you're still going to regular school as well. So that's, you know, you're not full-time racer. You, you still go to school as well. Yeah, well, I was homeschooled for like the previous years, but I don't know. I felt like because it was my, like, you know, I'm in year 12 now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I want to go back to school. I want to meet some new people and, yeah. you know, not only just have, like, I don't know. I just felt like it'd be a good thing to go back to school and whatnot yeah. because, it, you know, you always need that as a 16-year-old kid to socialize and yes. all that. Yeah, absolutely. So, Obviously, you're year 12 now, end of the year, no more school next year. Is being a full-time rider what you're looking towards doing or is there something you want to do after school sort of to, to set yourself up with other than motocross or what's sort of the plan yeah. for when you finish school? Well, I finish in, I think, I finish in November, but I'm planning to get over to the US in beginning of November for, to race the Mini O's. I was meant to go there last year, yeah. but I wasn't able to because of COVID and we couldn't find the right contact. But we have a few contacts now that are able to hopefully help me get over. So hopefully once school's done, I'll be over in the US racing the Mini O's and stuff and getting my name out there, not only like in Australia for the MX Nationals, but over there because I've always wanted to go over there so yeah. hopefully this year's the year I yeah. hope well, well reach out to us because as I said we've what if, if the yeah. planes are open I'm over there already yeah, <laughs> we've, yeah. We've, we've been, I, I hope I am too yeah we've been talk, we've been talking to some people we'd like to uh, see if we could help you out with something at least over there and uh, talk to some people that could help you out anyway and, and see what you can do because yeah, that would be a good, sure. great experience for you to go over there and, and race yeah I've had, I've had a lot of people tell me that I should go over there because I was going to race the 85 over there last year because I had a little rider come over here, come over here from America and he yep. said that I would win the 85 class over there. So yeah. obviously hearing that just makes me more angry because I'm not there. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> so, sure. The time will yeah. come. Yep. The, the time yeah, will the, come. That's it. That's when the time's right, it'll come. Yeah, <laughs> and you've got, a, you've got a bunch of great sponsors helping you out as well. Who are some of the people yeah, that are helping sure. you out this year? <laughs> Sorry. Who are some of the people that are helping you out this year? Oh, I've got a lot, but I'll tell you, a definite big one is Sparks Motors. He does all my mechanical and, you know, he, he helped me get me there. I've started his brownies dirt bike repairs. Yep. And then I've also got MXRP for all my suspension. Like, he's always there. <laughs> OTMX for all the coaching. Hopefully, I can get down to him soon once this COVID stops happening and, you know, it's <laughs> finally just a, just a sweet run, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, I get down to him before the MX Nationals and I have Always Living as well. Ben Chidel when I can get to him. Yeah. And then, obviously, like, Yamaha's been helping me out a bit lately. Scott Bishop's really good to deal with. He's yeah. He's been awesome since I've gone Yamaha, so a massive shout-out to him. And Bolt Everywhere has been awesome to me. All the gear and stick kits and everything from him has been really cool. Yeah. And then, obviously, my fitness trainer, which is Firm Up Fitness. Yeah. Like, on the weekend, I did not think, like, with the pain I was in, I didn't think I'd only be able to hold on to my legs because I couldn't do much upper body work. Yeah. 
But since I've been going to him, like it just made it so much easier. Yeah, no, that's that's good, and it, you know, and it's good to see people supporting you. You know, not only as a motocross racer, but as a female motocross athlete as well. It's it's cool to see these brands jumping on board and and helping you out. And I don't know, Nick, by by the uh, sounds of it, we might have to work on a helmet sticker deal with Taylor because, man, the exposure she's about to get in the next 12 months or so, she keeps riding away she is. So so what the plan is, we, we've, we've lured her in. Yeah. We're going to get her in studio. Yeah. We're going to, you know, we're going we're gonna to have some fun. We're going to have some laughs. Then we're going to slide the contract across the table. <laughs> she's too young to sign it herself. <laughs> She'll just, we'll get that in. We'll uh, get into signature a few things and uh, we'll make some magic happen for sure. Yeah. I, I got to... I got to talk to mum on the weekend too. We might bring mum in. She, she, she'll she sign bring the whole family. Mum's good. Mum mom does all the traveling to get me to the trainings. Mum and dad have bits of, they, they have a bit of um banter over who gets the glory of me. Dad's always the one that gets to the track. But then mum mom does all the training when I used to be homeschooled. Yeah. So nah. mum's like, well, I don't always get it, but yeah, yeah they're really cool. Nah. <laughs> they're, they're the best. Nah, they've, they've put a lot. They put a lot of effort in, and it's, it's paying off now for them, uh, for sure. But uh, look, we appreciate you coming on the show. We'd love to have you for longer, but uh, Nick needs to get home, and he's uh, he's a bit tired, <laughs> so we've got to wrap this one up pretty shortly. But uh, hey, thank you for coming on. We appreciate you coming on. You've got you. I mean, for a 16-year-old lady, you can speak really well. We are, we are so pumped to have you uh, on the show here and hopefully in studio very soon. And, and you let uh, people understand who Taylor McCutcheon is and, and become big fans like we have just become over the weekend. Yeah, for sure. It's been good talking to you guys like over the past few weeks. So hopefully we can do some more and I can come into the studio and, you know, all stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, sign them contracts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, you're all about the deals, but... <laughs> hey, mate, businessman. He's a, a businessman. <laughs> no, it'll, it's going to be uh, with, with obviously her and Whitney in the studio. That'd be cool. Dude, we might even be out of jobs. Hey, we, yeah, they might just take <laughs> over our jobs and we'll just disappear. They yep. talk, talk better than us. Oh. So uh, we'll be out. We'll be out. Yeah, but uh, yeah. no, thank you for coming on, Taylor. We appreciate it. And yeah. we will, uh, thanks so much you. for having me. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll do. See ya. Bye. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. Man, she is like, there's so much happened on the weekend and so many people impressed me. Like, I don't know if I'm just looking at it differently now, but I mean. No. They. Yeah. Dude. I don't I wouldn't want to be on the track with her oh man she wrote we watched practice A in the women's one and they were first and the track was smooth or whatever but she was aggressive and, smooth oh. and fast yeah Nick is just looks at me with his just gobsmacked and I was, I was like, like dude yeah. that is legit yeah no that like, was next level and that was obviously before she got hurt so I was like man like, I mean and then obviously like obviously talking I, I, I seen her when she was walking through the pits obviously had some um, some ice on the hand mm. to go out there and ride mm. the pace she did while like like you're just saying come lap five she was in, in in tears in the helmet like dude to do that the the future is so bright for her yeah and I mean this media stuff like man we've I don't know if we're just being lucky but uncovering some of these hidden gems with some of these athletes that can that can talk man like she was well spoken I even told her that I was like man from that sunny state thing we did like. It was impressive. She, she, and there's one thing like we've learned here doing this. It's one thing asking the question, but answering the, the question without just wandering off track can be quite difficult. And from the first one we had her on, she's nailed it. Just saying that was 
I, the one of the best interviews I think we've had in. I'm excited to see her in studio, dude. Oh man, it's going to be an epic show for sure. But uh, we got any comments there about uh, anything in particular? Let's have a quick look. So Jake McCutcheon, Dad and I were telling Taylor to come in, uh, yeah. come in, not stay out, as we could see she was injured. Yeah. I think that's gone back to yeah, obviously yeah. we've seen Dad running yeah. down the fence. I, there. I just seen him waving. I didn't know if it was go or in. I was just like, he's just like, yeah, go go or come in. But that. They are. They're a good family. They've they've put a lot in, and it's absolutely. Strong. So another one here. Tay Road, unreal. So proud. So good to see a good little good little uh, corner around her for sure. Yeah. Um. Another notable perform. Another notable performer was Riley Fitzpatrick. One eight five. Very impressed with his performance. Yeah. Yeah, no, he rode well. As I said, there's so many riders. He was in that battle at the the last race there with uh, with Jackson Camilleri in yep. the last one. They went toe to toe for the whole moto, and it was it was epic to watch. Um, and the race craft between the two was awesome. As I said, there was a lot of good racing. So if you guys love watching good racing and haven't been to one of these events, get yourself to the races. These young athletes are putting on absolute show and even some of the older athletes uh, the vets classes were were some pretty epic battles in it too the last one come down to the last lap for the overall I mean you were trying to, to work out points literally uh, as what? it's coming across the line well, trying to work it down their heads well it wasn't that one that was a tied one whoever won one and they come across the line like literally I, I could go back and have a look but it was point something of a second that would toe to toe across the line so I mean that's in the vets class so it's across the board there was so much good racing we thought you know we come in here we'll have a talk about it for 20 minutes man we could go for hours and on some of these like athletes. Uh, like i know we are planning to do a full recap mm. show on the um mm. sunshine state mx series facebook this week i don't even know where to start dude i know there's a lot there so is that is lot. coming I, I don't know if we've decided what night that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah but we are we are putting it together obviously so um we need a rest <laughs> we need a bit of a rest but uh steen that one's gonna come it's gonna be really really good so yeah. now we we uh we do like that hey nick let's get on to the back end of this show here we have our front yard backyard segment we better get that underway uh and then we can get done with tonight so let's do it my bad wrong intro I backyard design front yard backyard segment use code moto limited at checkout to save 15 percent off your graphics kit I'm a champion. I'm a champion. I'm a champion. I'm a fact that this dude on my damage, man. They want to beat on the same thing. Front yard, backyard segment, Nick. We're tired, man. No, it's just a butcher. We are react, but we want to do this. We spoke about this last night, like possibly not doing a show and... It's nah. the people that come speak to us when we're at the races. It's the messages we yeah. get. We um, obviously yeah. this is this isn't our job. We we wake up and go to our our, our <laughs> trade <laughs> jobs and finish at four thirty, and then literally I drive an hour to the undisclosed location <laughs> deep in the heart of Brisbane Fernvale. <laughs> um, and do this show. So um, it's yeah, tonight may have been a little bit. A little bit, a little bit shaky, but we appreciate it. We got uh, looks like a lot of new uh, listeners and viewers, so hopefully you guys are entertained. If not, we apologise. Probably watch next week's show. There'll be a lot more. I won't sound like a, a twelve-year-old boy who's just hit puberty and keeps having blowouts every five seconds. Um, but uh, no, we we will uh, definitely get it done. Hey, uh, Nick. Hello. Let's start with the downers and finish on the positive. Let's go backyard first. What do you got? 
Backyard. I think you may have did it at the start with your with your little rant you had, but uh, which rant was that? The the, the flagger situation. Which Look, was that, that's probably going to be my backyard. Is is obviously I hate going to the races and watching people get hurt. Mm. Um, Obviously, motocross is dangerous. We know this. There's going to be accidents. Um, So probably like my backyard for the event, obviously, was the amount of accidents there was. It's terrible to see. We don't want to see that. We don't want to see kids get hurt. There's no one to blame for this. This is just the nature of the beast of what it is. But that's sort of my downer for the weekend was, dude, there was a lot of injuries. Yeah. And I I really – it's one thing seeing people get hurt. But it's another thing seeing your friends get hurt. Yeah, yeah. And it's sure. um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad. It's just, yeah. Mo- moving on to King Roy, it it'll be it'll be really good. So, mm. what about you, buddy? What, what's what's uh what's your backyard? <laughs> my my front yard's looking pretty long too, by the way. Uh, yeah, I do. man. Uh, yeah, it's been a big weekend. <laughs> we we said that enough. Uh, my backyard, mate, is uh look, just losing my voice, and me like. I mean, we talk a lot. Like, I'm sorry to everyone, but we talk a lot on this show. We do the Sunshine Day show. Like, I'm thinking, I've done a lot more prep work this year for my live announcing gig than I ever did before I did it last year. I mean, this is my... And again, I'm, it's funny. Like, I'm I'm trying to do this stuff and I'm like, oh, I, I was angry at myself for a couple of things I did and I realized that that's the third live event I've ever done. And I'm like, maybe I should not be so hard on myself, but I guess that's how we kind of get better. But... Losing my voice, literally, dude, what was it? Second moto. I, I was like, uh-oh. Like, it already started breaking. So I'm running waters to you. You're Gatorades. Anything. Off air. Look, guys. Runs me another bottle of water. Off air. I got my buddy sorted. Yeah, I appreciate that. But yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty, I was pretty down on it. I was like, man. So there's a couple of things I want to fix for next round um, to help with that situation. Hopefully, I'm not having to to do the yelling into the microphone that I do to save the voice box. But uh, maybe some vocal exercise might have to hit that up for some Set of that. earphones, mate. Set of headphones, I think, just to block out the noise. Hey, we're going to... It's, it's, <laughs> we, Nick. Like we said, we... The noise. The, <laughs> the noise. We all know the noise. We do the noise. Um, but like we were saying, this isn't something that... It's going to change. It's going to change overnight. But honestly, I see, and I, I had a lot of conversations with people on the weekend. Was th- there was noticeable differences that people liked, mm. and as long as we can keep doing that and moving things forward, yeah, dude, this is going to be amazing. And not just that, was we sort of got to see firsthand as well the group of people, the volunteers, the committee that yeah. are all in at this, yeah. It's um it's it's cool. Like obviously Friday night we we went out to dinner sort of as a yeah. as a whole and did a did a fair bit of that and like it's 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 fun. We we're gonna have a lot of fun doing this and obviously hopefully the Pro MX. So yeah, whining and dining, lots of whining and dining. But uh, Nick, what's your front yard, mate? Front yard, probably ah uh, probably the 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 things <laughs> coming in the weeks for this show. Yeah, we got uh, we got some pretty we got big, some exciting stuff. Pretty, pretty big guests. We got, we'll tease them before we finish and wrap it up. But uh, yeah, we got some pretty big things uh, coming up. 
MVP running the waters. <laughs> like oh, that it's, it's either that, Aaron, or we're just going to get him a bit of tiger balm. But that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's one for... Shout out, to, shout out to Aaron who slid into the comment section here, mate. He took a digger as well and uh, sends, through, sends up the... Well, puts up the funny... Uh, him laying in hospital there. So hopefully you're right too, buddy. Uh, we don't like to see that. But uh, if there is one MVP at crashing, Aaron, you do a pretty fantastic <laughs> job at that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've seen a few That's not a blowout. That was a compliment. That was a compliment because you could do it spectacularly and but, bounce back up. But like, no, obviously we have a lot of really, really cool things coming up. Guests yep. this week. We're doing a few more interviews but over. Drop them. Drop them. So one's, one's locked in for Friday. So it's coming. So we will have the director of marketing and media for Feld Entertainment, which runs Supercross, Mr. Sean Brennan. So Sean is a massive key to what we see, what we see in America, what we get to be a part of. And I literally sent him an email the other day, just once again, thanking him for giving us this opportunity to do what we do. Yeah. And, Dude, he was keen to come on the show. He's yeah. a dude that busy. He's keen to give himself, a, give us a bit of his time yeah. in, on an off week when they're at home with their family. So we are pumped for that one. And Mr. Alex Gobert yes, from Alex. Moto Online. So that one's going to be really, really good. Hopefully we uh, get him on. We'll do a bit of a recap together for whatever nutty stuff happens at Daytona this weekend. Yeah, which we didn't even get to touch on that. We were going to preview Daytona. That is not coming tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We apologize for that. But, hey, it's going to uh, it's going to come as a review on Monday night when we're back to normal scheduling. I don't think we got any co-hosts here because they're going to be some uh, pre-recorded one. We're, we're working on maybe one, maybe one or two guests. We're, we're trying to think of that. Of which way to structure. We yeah. have some, some really, really exciting stuff coming up. So oh, heaps, heaps of stuff. Ladies it's and gentlemen. putting it together. Was Nation will be back and he'll be back shortly. So uh, keep that one, but it's not going to happen. We've got we're going to save that one. It's going to be a special show with, yeah. with the Wars. We don't want to. We don't want to. Uh, we don't want to throw that one in just nah. yet. But obviously, the girls' show, dude, that is going to be coming. yeah, going to be incredible. Yeah, we're probably going to lose our jobs. I think, mate, look, that's that's part of it. Is it? Yeah, well, I don't know. If they can do a better job, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Thank you for a good weekend, buddy. No, I appreciate it. I've done my front yard, by the way, but just, just letting I just, you know. I was just getting in that before you okay, said that as the front yard. Thanks. So thank you for the weekend. You no. can't say it now. Trent, your front yard. Uh, my front yard was... Spending the weekend with me? Was the weekend. I'm not going to say spending <laughs> it with you. Oh, easy, buddy. <laughs> easy. I'm, not gonna I'm say, out, boy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it. Uh, I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm not uh, saying it was. You were it. Yeah, it was fun having it with you. Uh, I was pretty bummed that the family didn't get to come, but Jess had other things things on and mum and dad took the kids to the circus. That was, that was a bit of a front yard. But, uh, I was half jealous they went to the circus, dude. Yeah, I know. They were pretty pumped. Uh, apparently, Jay didn't I wanted like to go it. to Australia Zoo. You didn't let me go there nah, either. Not, uh, yeah, couldn't no, not... Couldn't take, couldn't see, see Bindi. Bindi. Couldn't see Bindi. No Bindi for me. Uh, but no, I um, the weekend as a whole, um, getting to obviously go out to dinner on the Friday night with um, with John Gurkey, the clerk course, and all the people associated with the SunTrust State Series there as well. Um, and then the Saturday night going with the KTR team and just getting to mingle with some people that you know we've you know been talking to a lot before the season started it was good just to be able to be at the event that we've been working so hard towards and to it all just sort of come together and and get to mingle and then i mean i mean honestly the saturday night once things got a little got a little uh, little sideways there for a bit uh hey dude it was, it was fun. a bit of fun i haven't i mean i have done that but just in that setting i haven't done that in a while and i was uh oh 
more so, I'm amazed I wore a pink shirt. You wore a pink KDR shirt to dinner and then we're in the nightclub and you got a pink shirt on. <laughs> it was funny. Full race team in the, in the after party section. Tom, I beat Tomac. <laughs> A-Ray was... A-Ray was there. A-Ray was there. Beat and my Tom. boy Rod Bell. Rob Bell beat, uh, beat uh, Tomac for sure. But no, nah, it, was, it was a great weekend of uh, racing action as well. And that was probably another front yard. I mean, there's multiple here, but the racing as well was was entertaining. Um, and I haven't seen that. And the large volume of numbers at the track was also epic. So It's, it's funny, like I'll, I'll quickly touch on this as well. Mm. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> right. Dude, I'm wrecked. We're about to do- wrap we're, it up. We're about to wrap it up. But um, like obviously get home last night and obviously I get, I'm a part of the, we're a part of the media. So we obviously, we get all the, the Facebook messages or the Instagram messages. Yeah. There is people on there already talking about, okay, how do I apply for King Roy? this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Just gonna- At 11 o'clock, the, like the night, like the night after the first round, mm. people are keen this is cool, dude. Like, yeah, it's this good. is this is seriously cool. It's good. It's good to see the series starting to blossom again. It's it's you know it's one of the premier events we have here. You know we have our Pro MX coming up. Um, be interesting to see the changes with that and how it actually comes together. But I mean. The Sunshine State MX Series as you know, around Australia, people know about this series. They know what it's about and the caliber of rider it brings. So that's pretty epic and it's cool to see it starting to... Uh, Starting to grow again, uh, back to some of those numbers. Uh, actually, damn it, I missed on one of my backyards, and I'm pretty bummed about it now. Let's it do it. Oh, God, sorry to go back to the bummer. I'm going to downer it here a bit, but uh, oh, it, it is it, again. It's one of the rants I've had before, Nick, and I think you know where this is going now. Yep. But uh, the grading situation in the senior classes, um, yeah, something needs to be done when we've got. Yeah, I mean, we had big pro numbers and big expert numbers. I'm not, you know, that is not the issue about numbers, but they're not full and we're turning clubmans away. And there were some clubmans that were clearly fast enough to be an expert. Exactly like when we were and, talking about it, going yeah. back through the times. Yeah. And, and again, it's hard. Like I, I heard the, the conversation, it's hard to know, blah, blah, blah. But again research needs to be done I guess you and I Nick live it a lot deeper than probably other people but we see the name <laughs> and like give you that idea. <laughs> what why why is this guy in Clubman like he is fast enough to be in their next grade bang comes out gone then we had some experts same thing they've yes they're juniors and have just stepped up but some of these guys have like either won Australian titles or been very very close they are a top-level rider. They shouldn't be an expert. I know they haven't stepped up. And again, we've seen three of them from qualifying step up into pro. And I'm like, sorry not to be a downer here, but Nick, you and I could see that coming before they even went out for qualifying. Like, these, these kids are at the top of the top at the junior level. At a state-level grading, they should be at pro. You exactly, know, but and riding with these guys, and some of them stuck at that. Ryan Alexanderson, actually, oh, I wanted to talk about him. He runs six in the first MX2 Pro race. I think six or seven. I need to double check that. I could be, but he was up there. I knew he was up there because I was calling his name. He was in expert qualifying, not an hour before that, running like sixth in pro. Mm. Like, and I'm like, this kid, this, uh, sorry, but you can just see it. You can see the ki- these kids have so much talent. And they need to be there, and he held his own. Well, 
obviously first round. So hopefully a lot of these things can be fixed before yeah. King Roy. So the, the grading committee needs to sit down and look at this and, and work it out. And I know there are a few unhappy people about it, but this yeah. is just the thing. It's going to get improved. Everything yeah. is slowly but surely going to get improved. It is. It is. But as I said, it's just one of those things for me. It was a bit, bit of a bit of a down, a bit of a backyard to me was just, yeah, just seeing it. And I was like, man, that's, that's yeah. Yeah. Some of these things could be avoided if uh, a little bit of research is done because, you know, again, if you think about it, Nick, if you could have took those top five, top five clubmen that probably will get graded um, into expert. That's five more positions for a class that were turning people away from. That's what bums me about the whole situation. And yeah. It could have been avoided by if somebody just did a little research and looked at who these kids were and what, what they've done, even though maybe they just come out of juniors, et cetera, et cetera. They're talented kids. They can handle their own in expert. You know, for me, how I see it, if you're a top five junior rider, you can handle yourself in pro. Most of these kids now, a days, ride nearly full time. Yeah. At that at that top point of the thing, they ride full time. They could go straight into pro, handle their own. The kids behind that, the next sort of five to ten riders underneath that, should go into expert. Because if you're five to ten in that junior lights class, you can still ride a damn dirt bike. You're not a clubman rider. That clubman class was always for the guys that maybe started the sport late or something like that, just don't quite have the... T- that's what that's there for to them, for them to get in the racing and be a part of it. But if you're a, if you're a top 15 junior rider, you're an expert or a pro rider. Like, I think that should be a nearly a blanket statement. Yeah. Especially this time, like the racing we've seen in that junior lights class, that top 15 was damn fast. You could easily... I could easily make an argument for that. But, uh, I mean, that's just my opinion. Again, this just comes back to my grading rant yep. all the time. Uh, I, I, you know, I just want to... I just want to see the sport grow by having... Being able to not turn away clubman riders who are probably true clubman riders from the event um, just because of a little lapse there. But I think they'll clean it up and hopefully we get those five riders or ten riders, whoever it was, missed out, come to King Arroy and get their spot and get their shot to be able to, to ride it at a great event. Absolutely. All right, Nick, let's wrap it up. We've jabbed on long enough. Have we got any last minute things there that people have said probably annoyed somebody there quickly with at the end? But um, anyway. So is there any footage from the weekend I can watch? Um, I imagine there was a lot of a lot of filming going on with obviously recap video, stuff like that. So the next couple of days, you'll start to see some. When we get them or when we get tagged in them, we'll, we'll obviously share them on the Moto Limited pages. It'll be on the Sunshine State MX Series page and probably all the photos, everything like that. So Corey Chicken in Junior Lights, two-stroke clutch coming off was a highlight. I didn't say it. Sorry, I no, was... <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it. I spoke to John about it. He says he can't grade out of qualifying. Well, they did grade a couple, but anyway. Yeah, on, on the Sunday they did. Yeah. Uh, another cracking show legend. Look forward to seeing you at King Roy. Dude, 100%. Again, come and see us. Yeah. Come and make we us love, know. We love having a yarn. We want to have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a junior A rider, you aren't a clubman rider and senior. Um, okay. Darren Mayer, hashtag my guy. He is agreeing with that. Um, yeah, in junior, some haven't raced any states, so they're automatically in C grade. Like my mate is a top 10 A grader in juniors, but was a C grade yesterday. Yeah, it's, as I said, it's, I mean, as much as a, it's a blanket thing, it's it's one of those, it's a conversation that could be had and I think everyone could argue a different side of it. Um, but as I said, for me, it's more about the fact that I'm bummed that, 
10 or so riders missed out or whatever it was that missed out on being in clubmen that could have been true clubmen riders um, just because there was a few riders that could handle their self in expert more than comfortably um, didn't get that grading and they might have been bum- I remember when I went up Nick I got put in a clubman. I was not a clubman rider. I went and made a heap of money that year because they wouldn't grade me. And, <laughs> Easy, mate. And I mean, that's probably where my rant comes from. It's not coming from me standing up on a high pedestal. I've been through the system. There were some scary moments. If I didn't get a start, dude, I was scared for my safety at points. Um, because again, like I was used to riding with riders that, you know, were, were at my level and then you you know, you go to clubmen and these guys and girls or whoever's in these classes are just, you know, either starting out or being a part of it. So... Anyway, it is what it is. But Nick, big show 31. We like to thank all of our sponsors for coming on board. Roof System, Street Race Solutions, Backyard Design, uh, National Lunar, KTR Apparel, TCX Boots, Queensland Bike and Full Drive, and Pro Powder Powder Coating. That's going to be us. We're done. We're tired. We appreciate everyone for sticking around. Bit uh, of a shorter show. Yeah. But, hey. but uh, we will make up for it, obviously, next week. We will also have a recap video, a recap show on the Sunshine State MX Series Facebook one day this week. We'll we'll put a post up the day before. We are, we're planning on doing it. So Yeah. Nah, well, that's it. Thank you for joining us. We're going to wrap up show 31. Uh, we appreciate everyone for joining in, everyone who comments in, our, uh, our uh, archive listeners as well. We appreciate you guys also. And big show next week hopefully and uh jess always for feeding us the hot uh voiceover chick but from nick and myself we'll see you guys next week cheers guys motor limited network we've been at boom for the last two days i'm knackered trying to get home and we're running out of fuel and we're about 13 k's from home 